Cornflakes, I can't eat those. That's a poor man's. That's just bad. Chocolate cornflakes. You no, know, like, yeah, hang on. I'm putting on, <laughs> I'm putting on clean socks. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, uh, like those chocolate cornflake cluster things. Do you know? What oh I mean? yeah, 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 I do. You get him in like no. I, I I think I know what he means, but they're not like. They're not like on, like they're not like on like the Kellogg's. They're, they're not like on the Kellogg's brand, are they? No, 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 no. They're like well, he, these ones are Sainsbury's own. But listen, fucking, but fucking living the lavish life—is that what you have to resort to in London? Bro, lavish life. Okay, let me talk. All right, let me talk to you about dinner. Okay, we've we've opened <laughs> this wormhole. I'm I'm climbing straight into it. Tonight, I had a frozen Chicago town. Cheesy and bacon pizza, which had like a tiger. Oh, he's fucking rich, right? He's fucking rich. I tell you this, right? Bad life choices were made. It was trash, bro. It was trash. Never buy it. Really? Oh my god, I was excited. Why? I got all giddy. I thought, oh, this is gonna. I'm gonna have. I'm. I'm living that lavish life tonight. No, no, no. They're usually all right. It was bad. I, I felt they're usually pretty good. Like the frozen. Oh, I love the, the little chi- microwave I love, one. I love the little little Chicago town, the little mini ones. They're well good. Yeah, this was one of the fat ones. Yeah. Oh, it was a big it was one. A big one. It was also a big mistake. Let me tell you. <laughs> it, was, it was like, yeah, it was a big one, and it was a big mistake. <laughs> I was assuming it was one of those little the little microwave Cause, ones because they're sick. Terrible. I love those. Yeah, they're good. Uh, yeah, I've had like I've had like burn, can get, burn your mouth. I can't remember what they're called. There's these ones I can get in Morrison's near me. Which are like little, yeah, microwavable ones that are like deep pan. 
but they're decent. Yeah, so yeah. I don't think they're Chicago yeah, town, yeah. but they're decent. This was trash. Mm. I loved the crust. I'm a big Tiger Red fan. Enjoyed that. Rest of it, trash. Throw it out. Don't need it. Oh, wait, the crust was Tiger Bread? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, trust, the crust was... I ate the oh, crust. Does that work? I didn't even finish, like, <laughs> the middle bit. I just ate the crust. <laughs> uh, I don't know how it works, oh. but, like, the it was, like, it was quite thick, and it had, like... I don't know, it didn't feel like Tiger Bread. I'm looking at it now, the remains of it. It didn't feel like Tiger Bread. <laughs> the remains. But it tasted like Tiger Bread. All oh, right. I was like, "Is it? It's Tiger Bread, not that it tastes like Tiger Bread. Just it is Tiger yeah, yeah, yeah. Bread." And says, My pizza was Tiger yeah, yeah, yeah. Bread. And on the front, it said Tiger Bread, and that's what also allured me. Apart from the bacon, oh, really? I went, "I do like. I'm a big Tiger Bread boy." But listen, next time I'll just buy a loaf of Tiger Bread because <laughs> that would be and, and good some dish. bacon and cheese and tomato, and you're fine. <laughs> Done. Would have been would have been a grand old time. Yet here I am. How much was How much was the pizza? How much was the pizza? It was on. It was on sale. I reckon it was about. I wish I had my receipt on me. It's downstairs, and I'm not moving from the chair now. I sat down. Um, <laughs> I'm saying it was about. It was in the one fifty to two pound range. I reckon you could make your own for cheaper. Oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. If you bought a loaf, a loaf of like tiger bread that was going off, some like bacon, mozzarella's like forty p, and some tomato sauce. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, you could also just what like the- like you say that's going off. I reckon you could probably get tiger bread that's brand new for the same brand new. In the yellow section. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like you could definitely get like... What I'm saying is, is I've just made a lot of a series of bad choices today. And, I, I, and I'm <laughs> telling you as a cautionary tale so you don't repeat them. I looked, yeah, I looked at fair. Storm Dennis and I thought, I could take that. I lost. Fuck Storm I Dennis. Lost. Quick question. How do I look at the the open call again? Because I'm I'm out. I've gone out of the app, and now I need to. I want to look at the. Oh, I don't know what you mean. Well, you know how you can see what? me and Charlie speaking in the in the call on your phone. Yeah. How do I get to that bit again? I mean, I mean, I'm I, <laughs> I don't I'm know. obviously in the call, but I've gone out of the app, and now I don't know how it's going. And remember what happened last time? We tried doing stuff. Yeah. Outside of this call, I do. I don't want that to happen. I don't know. What, I don't know how you get back in. It's you're still in. Click the thing again on Facebook. Uh, yeah, sure. We'll do that. This can only go well, <laughs> dude. It can't. Oh. I mean, last time I left the app when me and Adam tested it ages ago, it just broke. So the fact I'm still talking to you yeah, is just a positive broke. sign. But then didn't we like watch YouTube for hours as well afterwards? <laughs> yeah, we did. So I don't know how that works. No, I don't know either. Fun us. Oh well. Oh, are, you, have you, are you? Oh, back we've got in two there? Louis now in the oh, chat. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Dude. Oh. I'm in twice. <laughs> oh my god, you're, you're this echoing. Doesn't work. This is not good. Leave, Louis. Oh, now they've both gone. Oh, no. No. I'm, Are they? I'm still in. Okay. <laughs> I'm still in. I'm still in. Okay, oh, we can hear you. I can't see your oh. name, but we can hear you at least. I can see his name. I can't. It still says three people are recording. Um, I can send it to you. It just. It looks like <laughs> I, I won't send it to you because it might break something. But uh, that was great. Why are you? Are you, are you in? 
Are you in though, Luke? Like, are you on that page? No, I'm not. I'm not. I had to leave oh. out of that page. I got into that page and I was in the call twice. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. No, that wasn't that wasn't good. Okay, that doesn't also look. Good. I don't know, man. It's so weird. Right, I'm gonna try. Everything's happy. Everything's fine, man. Right. I'm gonna try something. What are you trying? Oh, the, no. the most, the, ah, most the most concerning of phrases when Louis goes, I'm gonna try something. Like, no, don't. Yeah, he was still in on mine. Is he gone now? Yeah, he's gone. He's coming back, I guess. <laughs> we'll figure it out eventually. We'll get there. We'll get there. Anyway, this is a this is a perfect introduction session right, to our, uh, our podcast. <laughs> Let's not do that again. You, you are. <laughs> no, let's not do that again. <laughs> this is the first. This is ten minutes of our podcast that we've ever had, and it's well, it's in three separate recordings. No, it's all in one recording for me. It's all good. It's all oh. good. <laughs> it just records everything, so we're all good. All in, all in one recording. Oh, it. <laughs> what are you fucking eating? Chocolate cornflake clusters. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! Yes. I, I, I didn't finish the pizza. Sorry. That's fair. I, no, no, that's fair. No, fair enough. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> What, what what even is your life? I've had a mare today. Sorry, everyone. <laughs> you need you need the chocolate cornflakes so I much. Just, I'm just I'm just sad. <laughs> chocolate cornflakes, Sainsbury's own brand. Mm-hmm. One pound, baby. Let's go. God, I bet they go stale after like a day. Almost certainly. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So that bad? Well, we'll, we'll, again, we might find out. To be fair. Yeah, we'll find out. Oh, God. All right, I'm going to actually finish this recording here and then start a new recording because that means I can put music in the interim. Oh. All right, hang on. So... I tried hey. to join the call and just give give the little post in Messenger a little sad sad face reaction. All that. <laughs> just give <laughs> it a little sad face reaction. Oh, we're here. That's all that matters. We're alive. It's shocking that we've managed it, but we're here. God, even Charlie. I know. Even Charlie's in here. I know. Even Charlie. And that's hold on. Charlie's been here the last few times. Listen. I'm. I'm not taking this like nonsense. Yeah, I'm forever here. I'm like Jesus, bro. I'm forever present in your life specifically. It's just Louis, oh, yeah, he's oh, always there. Oh, I wish you were in my life all the time, specifically. Oh. Mate, check your last Facebook profile picture. I'm behind you in it. Don't check it now because I don't <laughs> yeah. want the app to break. But at the same time, <laughs> don't do it now. Yeah, at some point, check. And you'll see. I'm saying I'm like Slenderman. Dude. Right. So in my profile picture, where am I? I don't know. I don't want to check just in case the problem happened. Hang on. 
I mean, I can't get oh, one. Is it the one that you've got on? Yeah, you've got it on now. You can check in the Messenger app, which I still have open. <laughs> I can't open the picture up fully. I need to get to your profile. How do I get to your profile? Oh, there we go. There we go. Oh, no. Charlie's going to break the no, call. No, no, that's good. I'm on my computer. It's fine. That's <laughs> fine, then. I'm going to say that's Amsterdam. Oh, poor, I put a thing on, didn't Ooh. I? Oh, I've written, I've written that I put a thing on. What do you mean you've written that you put a thing on? What What's that kind of <laughs> sentence? <laughs> that was a sentence. Uh, no, I think I've put a, I've obviously put a caption in the photo. Oh, you actually didn't. Have I got it right? Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> Big thumbs for the boy. Yeah. There we go. It's the only, it's the only place I've been outside of England in the past, what? Uh, 12, 13 years or something. That, that was a picture of me about yeah. half an hour, probably about half an hour before I got really stunned and started walking around the streets of Amsterdam looking at prostitutes. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I mean, that was said, an afternoon. That's, that that's was a weird, walk. that was a weird afternoon. When I went there, I was walking through one of the side streets. Um, we were looking for uh, what are they called? Coffee shops, right? And there was a bunch, and it's just like, it's the thing all English people do when they go there. And I don't understand why, because you could just smoke in the comfort of your own home. But apparently you go somewhere to do it. Anyway, the point is, is we, we were looking for this coffee shop. And as, and as we, there was a, there were two opposite each other. This was relatively near Amsterdam Central train station. And there was a group of like about 10, I'm going to say 17 year old from England having a conversation about who needs to walk in first to try and get away with going in because they were clearly like un- they were like 17 they were, they were like college kids and I've never felt so at home while so far away from home they were like, they were like no you go in first bro no you go in first like they were having this like big argument about it and I was like you've come all this way and yet none of you have the courage to walk through a shop door come on now it's not that deep but there you go that's what Amsterdam's like isn't it no well a shop door that you can't enter yeah no, it, it was a very surreal experience. Like, I, oh God, it's, I'll never witness anything like it again. What, Amsterdam? What, prostitutes? <laughs> well, well, prostitutes in the in the context that they were sort of displayed themselves in. Did you just say splayed or displayed? Displayed. That they displayed dis- themselves with. <laughs> I mean, they did, they did yeah. splay themselves in front of that window. That's what but I'm thinking. They did. They did do that. I like. I like. I'm enjoying just dropping a whole syllable there. I might start doing. Bro, they were splaying themselves. <laughs> yeah, but it doesn't work if you say it. It sounds gangster. Yeah, I know. I'm sorry. Some, gangster, some of Joe. them. Some of them were very attractive. Some of them were not. Did you did you inquire about the costs of these ladies? Uh, um, no. Um, I don't... That, that sounds like a yes. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I literally could not tell you. Well, I don't know what is what is the price for a shag like sixty euro. <laughs> you I don't know. Me, That's why I'm asking. <laughs> yeah. I can it's I can tell you. I never asking. asked. I'll, I'll be honest. I all, never... all, all I can remember. All I can remember was the dwarf prostitute stood next to the very large black lady. <laughs> Oh God, this works. This is a good. This is good podcasts. <laughs> do you want to do want to introduce ourselves? 
No, I think I we think do. you've introduced yourself enough, bro. <laughs> I think everyone knows what you're about after that. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, for those who are listening, hello and welcome to Sometimes Video Games, where sometimes we talk about video games. <laughs> not many, not often. No, though. very not. <laughs> uh, we will have, we'll... I, uh, I'm your host, Adam, and uh, today I've got with me, uh, as is going to be usual, hopefully, uh, Charlie Walsh. Hello, I will be bringing all of your European culture. Uh, I bring nothing but disappointment and shame. <laughs> Not enough. This is uh, this is how the this is how it works. I love how Charlie's the one who brings the European culture. The dirty London leave remain voter. Yeah. Well, pro big big pro remain parts around here, man. Ignoring ignoring the fact that you know, I go to West Ham regularly, which is not the most remain place in the world. But we'll ignore that. Are you a West Ham fan? All the West, West Ham football fan. Unfortunately, yes. <laughs> oh, sorry. That's right. It's like it's a it. bit like how do you, it's it's like it's like being I don't know. I was gonna I was gonna insult you there, but I felt like it was a bit harsh. I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Oh, not, not six and a half minutes in. That's much, isn't it? No, I don't want to. What were you going to say? I'm interested. No, though. I was just getting. Well, you called yourself disappointing, so I was going to be like, it's a bit like being friends with you. You're just constantly disappointed, but that's harsh, isn't it? I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. Yeah. Though. Well, you wouldn't be wrong. It's how, <laughs> how, it's how, it's how all my friendships will eventually end. Oh, listen, our friendship's never going to end, Louis. I'm going to know you until the day you die. Or the day I die, and then you'll be disappointed. I mean, you'll be disappointed we've literally never—we've literally never met. We almost did. We almost did. I was, but I was late getting to Expo, so it didn't work out for me. But you know, no, everyone else wanted to leave as well. We all scrubbed out. Next time you come down, I'm gonna roll up on you so fast you won't know what hit you. <clears throat> there is, there is a GP London late this year. <laughs> well, hello, I'm, 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 I'm coming. Ooh. I'm doing. What is that? And, um, I th- I don't know. I think it's actually in December. There's Liverpool. Oh. There's GP Liverpool in July. Mm. And obviously, I'm doing Prague in May. Oh, obviously. Obviously, yeah. So does that? Just, wait, so so I well, have to do something in December. Do they do different? Is it only? Is it other card games or is it purely Magic? It's just Magic: The Gathering. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure they do with the card games in those places, though. Uh, they do not. Well, how would they feel if I were challenging people? Would that be perceived positively or negatively? Honestly, it would probably be received positively. I don't know. He would probably ask to leave. I mean, the events are the events are organised by Wizards of the Coast. They probably they probably won't. Oh no! Fuck Wizards of the Coast. The people who are playing the game are probably be like, "That's pretty. That's a pretty funny Yu-Gi-Oh reference there." And then like ignore the rest. And of then it. and then and then I stood there earnestly waiting for someone to do me, and they're just a bit weirded out by it and leave. Yeah, okay, I have to be sure. Uh, although there could be some of those weird people. Charlie, you should... like as soon as you say that, they'll just be like, "Ugh, Yu-Gi-Oh virgin." <laughs> you, sh- you... <laughs> you should play this game that I've invested my life into, Charlie. You should join. You should join the collective. What magic? Yeah, it sounds really bad when you put it that way. This is, play the game I've been invested in my yeah, life. It's not into. a great pitch. 
You don't have to invest your life into it to have fun. Mm. You don't. I mean, the closest I've that come to, I've, I've played quite a bit of um, uh, Door Masters. Is that what it's called recently? The one that's <laughs> the one that's close. It's like halfway between Yu-Gi-Oh and Magic, and it's like not good in any way, shape, or form, and it's completely broken. But it's quite fun because of that. Played quite a lot of that recently. Is it Door mm. Masters? Is that what it's called? I think it's Door Master. I, I remember it be a, a, a thing called Door Masters, but I don't know how it plays. Yeah, yeah. They like they like stopped making it because it was so bad. But like it's it's good, and the fact it's broken makes it. It was an anime. I remember there was an anime of it. Yeah, there definitely was, and the guy looks super like yeah. someone who's designed to try and be a cool anime character. Yeah. Oh, I got I got like really I got really spiky hair, like really really spiky hair. Yeah, yeah. Like his head is mostly it's... spiked. It's not like Yu-Gi-Oh spiky though. It's not like Yu-Gi-Oh iconic where he's got that like red and blonde sort of monstrosity. Do you, do you on think that defined uh, like anime protagonist spiky hair or not? Because I feel like ever since Yu-Gi-Oh, it's it just got more ridiculous and more it's, and it's more got worse yeah, and worse. It's got worse yeah. and worse. I wish I knew. Like I don't know I don't the know. history of anime well enough to be able to pinpoint when the spiky hair trend I mean, began. All, it's all definitely anime. like Dragon Ball and, and Yu-Gi-Oh that kind of made it. So Dragon Ball clearly is before Yu-Gi-Oh. Like Dragon Ball clearly yeah. like started it. And then after that, maybe Yu-Gi-Oh made it popular to a whole different generation. Well, well they just I introduced... Just it's both because he ran at the same time. Well, y- Yu-Gi's hair is black and blonde, and, uh, black and yellow and pink and purple. Yeah, I, what I like about Yugi's hair compared to like other anime protagonists with big spiky hair or like Final mm. Fantasy characters with big spiky hair, that sort of thing, is that he has the layers going on. So like the different colours yeah. gives it like a more a complexity I enjoy. Whereas when I'm looking at it say really just cool. like a generic anime like <coughs> character Sorry, and it's like a single colour, not into it. Mm. See, I so I've seen a lot of like a bunch of older anime, a lot of them seem to have like you know Joey from mm. Yu-Gi-Oh. A lot of them tend to like have his kind of hat instead of the spiky stuff. Like when it's older, they all have that kind of like sort of mullety, like emo mullet. I guess. Well, I, I don't know. It's like it's like the early just. It's like the early Justin Bieber, isn't it? I guess. Yeah, it's like an emo mullet, isn't it? Yeah. It's like it's, it's like the Japanese attractive man sort of hairstyle stereotype. <laughs> maybe. What was yeah, like? I don't know what early anime is, right? But wasn't like Astro Boy quite early? Yeah, Astro Boy's like. Doesn't super Astro early. Boy like, have spi- I, I might be remembering stuff. it wrong, but doesn't Astro Boy have spiky hair? Just, just he just has like the I two spikes, it. doesn't he? Uh, yeah, I'm, I don't remember him very well. Is is his design? It's just like uh, other than he's kind of Mega Manny in, in a way, a, a bit Mega Manny. If he, he feels very Mega, well, I mean. What, what was first? He's less he's less blue, but it's about was, was Mega Man a rip off of Astro Boy? The t- Nintendo. I think so. Nintendo, yeah. can you confirm this? At oh, Reggie mate, what is Astro Boy versus Mega Man? Oi, <laughs> oi, big Reggie. I'm I'm gonna tweet this in my uh, <laughs> just, Yeah, I'm gonna tweet him. I'm gonna Do like it. It. He's, he's he's got a Twitter profile now. He's not he's not Part of Nintendo anymore, so yes, yeah, so he can give us the dirt, so he can tell us. He can give us the dirt, yeah. He's no longer he's no he's longer good. being paid by Miyamoto, so he can tell us how much he. Why do you, why do you leave? It was such a good job. 
I don't know. I, I can't remember what he said. I think he just was like, I need to do other things. So. Oh, it was still but weird. You know how... You know how Satoru Iwata died and everyone was sad mm. for a minute? Um, yeah, yeah. bit more than a minute, though. <laughs> I was going to say. <laughs> yeah. Do you know what I found really weird about that? It's like he literally just died like a few weeks after he filmed his stuff for E3. Yeah, it was fucking crazy. He's suggesting Reggie killed him. Well, I'm not, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> I'm not saying anything. Shit but, but Reggie definitely did kill him. No, no, Reggie, ladies and gentlemen, Reggie Fizeme did not kill Satoru Iwata for because I don't. Just in case, just just in case. Yeah, we don't want to get sued, please. (laughs) We don't want to get fucking destroyed for slander and defamation. No, we do not. On episode one. No, he he absolutely did not do that. He did not. (laughs) Good, thank you for covering that because, uh, I don't want to have to get out my massive fucking law for journalists book. <laughs> Quite, yeah. Which you, of course, as a trainee journalist would have. Whereas me, yeah, uh, me and Louis have zero idea of libel lawsuits and we'll just say stuff willy-nilly and see what happens for the bands. It's it's really, like, literally, like, before this, I would have been all up for saying <laughs> that Reggie Fieserman <laughs> killed the monster. And now I'm sat there like, oh, fuck, we can't say that. We'll get we'll get sued for defamation and slander. And we can. I wonder, like, I was watching a video recently, like, a couple of days ago. There's that channel called um, People Make Games, which is run by um, Chris Pratt, <coughs> formerly of Eurogamer and formerly of Video Gamer. Um, and he oh, yeah. was doing, there's a video he made about... Um, uh, Ubisoft's how they plan their E3 and I was thinking about it and they were talking about how difficult it would be like when something gets leaked like Assassin's Creed inevitably does every single year before E3 they were talking he was like would that change the order of the press conference and they were like well by the point in time it gets leaked not really it's, it's really difficult to change things I wonder how bad an event would have to be in order to change like an E3 press thing so like with like like Iwata dying is pretty bad but like what's underneath that what's mm. the in-between section I want to know, like, what's the worst thing that could happen in which they'd still probably go, mm, nah, let's just go with it. Well, I don't, I don't think I don't think Iwata dying actually changed their E3 presentation. Was he in the direct at all? Yeah, he was. He did the direct, uh, and that was the, the last direct that he did. Did he? I can't even remember. You know, I remember him dying, but I don't remember mm. like the context around it. I just remember it happening. No, I remember that he had um, like cancer. Of something. Oh, he died of cancer. Well, whose fault was that then? <laughs> yeah, literally. Please, <laughs> that's the that's the worst part. Is that we can't blame anyone. Getting yes. bloody cancer. What is he thinking? <laughs> but so he was. So, so he was in that direct. I'm pretty sure yeah. that was the one with the Muppets, right? Oh, was he? Yeah, that was <clears throat> that was weird. Or was it? Or was it the one with the Muppets? No, I reckon the I one. Yeah, no, it was. It was the one with the Muppets. It was definitely the one with the Muppets because he died very. Because he definitely died very shortly after that one. Oh yeah, no, he wasn't in that one. He wasn't in that direct. It was the Muppets that were in it instead, and and they said basically that he wasn't well enough to go to E three, even though he wanted to go down there and, and do stuff. And then they cancelled his flight, and then they went in and obviously they they did the Muppets stuff. So. But I don't think the Muppets... I think the Muppets stuff was planned. It can't have been, like, 
They can't have made a Satoru Iwata Muppet and not used what it. What came first? The Muppet oh, no, no. or I, the I, Robot I think they could. Because wasn't there a Robot Chicken one as well? There was like a Muppet one. and then there was... Oh, yeah, that was a while before, was yeah. Before? Okay, I'm trying to remember the order of all these things. I don't remember the order of what they were... Particular. I know that the, the Robot Chicken one was quite uh, a while ago where they started, like... I remember the skit with Reggie on uh, on stage and then, like, <coughs> throwing tomatoes at him for no Mario or Star Fox or whatever. Mm. Uh, <laughs> that was weird. Uh, I remember the Muppets one, like, like it was yesterday, though. That was great. Yeah, that was good. I only, I only really remember the um, them walking <clears throat> down to the Star Fox music or whatever. And then also there's that one skit where uh, the star comes out and they're all just like dancing to the start. And then Satoru Iwata's puppets like watching Reggie and Shigeru Miyamoto's puppets dancing to the star song. And then he just start, like, joins in dancing anyway. And he's uh, like, this is weird. Oh, well, star- let's dance. That's fun. Dancing to the Star Fox music. You know, it's a really sh- it was a really big shame that the game was fucking shit. Oh, what the uh, Star Fox Zero, wasn't it? Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was yeah, I, I didn't play that, but I, I mean, it wasn't bad. Things. It wasn't bad because they added an easy mode or whatever, which you know, so its intended audience could play it. But uh, <laughs> no, it was just bad. No, it was just bad. Yeah, I think it was just bad. Yeah, it was just bad. Just terrible in general, which is not great. But sure, also rare for Nintendo to just put out something that's trash. But there we go. Yeah, they do have some on on occasion. They do have like this is trash, um, but I don't think I don't know how much they made. I think it was um, in that game particularly the forcing of motion controls into it, also known as the Skyward Sword of it. <laughs> yes, yeah, Skyward Sword is another one. Yeah, I didn't really enjoy. I didn't play much of Skyward Sword though, to be fair. So I, I, I couldn't I couldn't say much about it. I I think it's like it's weird because I was having this conversation with someone the other day about. Um, Nintendo, like Nintendo's reliance on on specific IPs and just consistently mm. using those IPs, and they were making the argument that it's bad. And I do, like, we've had many conversations about this before about the yeah. idea of them just making something new, and I want to see new IPs from them because yeah. when they do come out, oh, yeah. they're almost always banger. Like Splatoon and Arms, yes, yeah, Splatoon. Like, and I defend Arms to the hill, <clears throat> but like. The thing is with Mario, like when you get a new Mario game, there's like lots of fresh and new ideas in it. Even though it is a Mario game, unless you're talking 2D Mario, and even then there's sometimes new stuff in it. It tends to be new, but with Star yeah. Fox, I just don't see I don't see where you can change that formula in a sense. So it's just always gonna be a lot. Star Fox, if you know what I mean. Unless you suddenly put it on dinosaur. Well, so I, th- I thought about the other day. I was um I was watching a video by I don't know if you know uh, a YouTuber called Arlo who is a puppet a blue puppet boy, uh, Muppet boy um and he's really cool. He was talking about three D platformers and how Nintendo needs to make more three D platformers mm. uh, because he misses three D <clears throat> platformers because no one seems to do them anymore, um which is fair yeah. enough. But then he was like talking about Donkey Kong and Kirby and Yoshi and I was like eh, but I don't feel like those games really three D platformers very well. I don't know. I kind of think 3D platformers were very horrible because yeah. No, yeah, well, I think is things with 3D platformers. Like obviously, I remember a lot of them very fondly from my childhood. But as far mm. as game gameplay mechanics go, even to this day, I just look at old stuff like uh, like Banjo Kazooie and Spyro and stuff like that, and it's just yeah. and the lack of the lack of depth and the lack of perception, because obviously it's just all like, 
it's all like just polygons made into like these 3D looking shapes. I, I did sort of say on the video as a comment, like I thought the 3D platformers were kind we're all kind of we all kind of came around and, and we're aware to the idea that most of them weren't very good. Like some of them are, are pretty cool, but most of them probably weren't very good. Yeah, it's like it's the weird thing where it was sort of not the forced evolution, but it was just the way yeah, it everything... really was. I think it was the forced evolution. Well, it was the way the they, industry was, was going, like, They right? were like, okay, we've got this 3D hardware now. We need to do it, and that's why like. 3D Sonic, Sonic games are yeah. fucking terrible. So, the problem is games like that like always tread this very thin line of being... Because obviously the games like that have to be challenging for them to be compelling and enjoyable. But I feel like the line is very thin between challenging and frustrating. Yeah, and it's, and it's mm. like the key difference when I think about that is like the difference between Crash Bandicoot 1 and Crash Bandicoot 3, for example, where one, you can just see they don't really know what they're doing yet. And it's like... I like I, I like I think I mean Super Mario sixty four almost definitely came out first, but it's that sort of era where yeah. there's not really much idea of like how to really convey the perspective and how to convey like space. Like you say, like some of those levels in Crash Bandicoot one, where you're running, you're running, and you can see the pit, but you have no idea how far away from the pit you are. It's like really frustrating on a very basic Crash level. Particularly when is like that though. Yeah. But that's because Crash is kind of. Not 3D in a way. Yeah, like, that's what I, mean. what I hate Crash about is like the sort of 2D, 3D. Where Spyro, you can like explore a full 3D environment. Yeah. Crash, but then, really do but then that. Crash Three, I don't want to say fixes all of those <clears throat> issues, but it's certainly way less of a problem. Like there are very few times when you're playing Crash Three, I feel when I've played for it now, where I go, "Oh, that's that's mm. dodgy. I can't really tell what's going on here." You can see the lessons are learned, but there's still some basic. I think they just learned level design more than anything yeah. in the way that Crash does it. Um, because Crash is really, I wouldn't even count Crash as a 3D platformer, just because of the, like the way it, there are very few levels in yeah. Crash where you move along plane like in Spyro. Yeah, you, you do uh, move. The thing is, Crash is that you do move. You just you just move in like a, a straight line and and take odd turns whenever the uh, the map allows you. Like well, the, did they, the call, map they is... called it like Sonic's butt or something. Yeah, the, the, Sonic's ass, yeah. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> the map is just a giant corridor. And I was going to say, yeah. what frustrates me the most about like gaps that you have to jump over, like holes in the floor and crash, whatever, is that you you really don't know how big they are. You just cannot mm. tell. Mm. Especially when the cameras, when you're facing the camera, like there are loads of levels in like the first like few crash games where you're running away from, say, like the boulder level, yeah. and you're like, oh, okay, I'm running towards me. And I have to jump over this, this, this gap in the platform. I can't see anything to do with the gap because the camera is in the wrong place for me to see anything. And there's the levels towards. I mean, like Crash is difficult. Crash One specifically's difficulty spike is the kind of legendary because it is just so ridiculous. But there's like the yeah. the the levels towards the end of the game where you're doing like Road to Ruin and stuff. I think it's called where mm. you're literally walking across a bridge into nothing. Road to Nowhere, maybe. Is what that bridge is, and yeah. it's just. That bridge is it's awful. It's next to impossible. Like it's not obviously impossible. It's just very, very stupid and very difficult because you can't judge the gaps. You've got ice things pushing you to jump. It's just stupid. Like, and the only reason, like to this day, when I've ever gone back and played those levels, you just you find your way to cheese it. Like in that level, you have the the ropes that you can run along you can at the walk side. Along the rope, it's just, yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't think all 3D platforms are bad. I think there's quite a lot of good ones, but there is a lot of them which are just mm. trash. <laughs> 
I think because at the t- at the time, the PlayStation and the N sixty four specifically, there were a lot of three D platformers there that were just kind mm. of there mm. to try and fill mm. the void. And then there were the good ones like Spyro, like Crash, like Mario sixty four. Um, and then like, as it grew over, so in the GameCube and like PS two era, we had some good three D platformers, yeah. but <clears throat> most of them were kind of whatever. So again, Mario Sunshine, I guess, uh, Ratchet and Clank, that mm. sort of thing. And then we got to the PS3 where 3D platformers became uh, very focused on that kind of uncharted type of platforming. Yeah. Um, and then the, the actual, the, like the cartoony mascot 3D platformer kind of died there, mm. I think. And now we only have games like Ukulele. Yes. Or, <laughs> God, that fucking game was so style, fucking which bad. Which are not good games. <coughs> um, yeah. Oh, what else? They're not good Wasn't there like There was like an evolution point in between where there was still like platforming, but then it became first person. Mirror's Edge. <laughs> We're talking about Mirror's Edge. I am talking about Mirror's <laughs> Edge. Now, don't get me wrong. I love this game. Like, I really, really like this game. I love Mirror's Edge. But the gameplay is is kind of dumb. Like first person platforming what? is just it is horrible. It's just horrible. It's a bad idea, but like I think it's done very well. I think Mirror's Edge is maybe the one example where it actually works. It's like the one. It's like the one. I, although I couldn't name another game that tries to do first-person platforming like Mirror's Edge. Mirror's Edge too. There are games that are first-person shooters. Well, yeah. There are games that are first-person shooters <laughs> that have platforming elements in them and then don't work. But there's no game platformer other than Mirror's or, Edge. Or you have like ledge grabbing in in games like let's say Destiny, which is like. They work 50 percent of the time. It mm. just the game just sometimes just arbitrarily decides whether it wants to wants to do a ledge grab or not. When did, when did first person shooters decide they wanted to put platforming in their games as a separate thing? When did that happen? Why why did that Is happen? Is there a ledge grab in Borderlands? I'm trying to think so. of like when that sort of genre sort of thing happened. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, with I, feel like, is like, I feel like a lot of games just took from that just because it does work. It's like the one example... Bioshock Infinite had some, had some weird stuff like that, but I, I wouldn't mm. really call it platforming. Mm. Yeah, that was more just like swashbuckling, sort of flying. Yeah, <laughs> it was just flying between. It was weird, that game. That game was cool, but it was weird. I yeah. could, one problem I had with Bioshock Infinite is that I could never really get used to its combat. Well, I could, I could obviously... Mm. You know, I know how to shoot a gun and use a plasmid or whatever, but all the weird shit you wanted you to do with a grapple gun and stuff, it was just, it just seemed yeah. a lot of extra random busy work. And then all of the set pieces that, uh, God, I've forgotten Elizabeth, that's her name, that Elizabeth could mm. interact with. And that all just, and for me, a lot of that just seemed like a lot of faff. It never. I feel like the the worst thing about Bioshock Infinite is definitely the gameplay. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. which is the weirdest thing. <laughs> it doesn't stick its landing at all. Like even up until, I think the gameplay for me doesn't really become too much. Like it's not great, and it doesn't deliver on what it could have been in the first say three quarters of it. It never quite delivers on what it could have been, but it's still an enjoyable sort of romp with like the story and everything else pushing it through, despite the gameplay being quite. Yeah, I like, feel like the story and the characters like, and stuff and the idea. Oh, it tells a amazing. fantastic story. But the like, end, man. Like, and I'm not talking about the ending of the story because I like I, I don't mind the ending of the story. Um, I know it's very polarizing, but I don't mind it. But like, yeah, just that the last quarter of that game, I just don't think is very good. Like, it really 
forces you into like flying around. It just forces you into like the combat, and then you're just like it goes on for like way too long. Yeah, it is. It does get to. I do remember that actually. I do remember it being a bit of a chore. the big handyman thing. Like every enemy is just a big handyman. Yeah, and, and it helps because straight like, after it, you have the, the insane end to that game. Which even if you mm. don't like the end of the story, it's still like if you don't know what it is, it sort of smacks you around the face, and you go, "Hang on a second, watch it." I don't think. I, like we must say that the end of the story is like diverse, diversive. I think a lot. I think everyone came off the end of Bioshock Infinite going, "Oh my god." Instead of, I think only afterwards people really started to think about it and think, oh, I don't know if I like this. I, yeah, I remember. I think at the I time, remember everyone was like, this is insane. I remember we had a conversation yeah. at the time. Okay. I was like super on board with it, and you were like slightly less so. Mm-hmm. But I was like for it. But I would never, I don't, I think, I would, cool. I don't think I would replay it. I, de- I've, I replayed the first one, the original Bioshock recently. Oh. And I yeah, really, I don't really, think I'd replay it. Bioshock Infinite. I don't I've... think I'd replay Bioshock Infinite. Do you, know what, do you know what out of the three of them I've replayed the most? And it's yeah. my favourite one. I do. I do know. Yeah. I, mean, I know because of context, you're going to say two. But... Yeah, definitely. <laughs> um, I I actually really like Bioshock 2, as much as other people don't. I just never played it. That's fine. Why do you think it's so I, bad? I it was not as good. I don't think it's bad. I don't think it's bad at all. I just don't think it's as good as One or Infinite. Yeah, I think it's, I think it's it's fine to like these things. I like I like fucking weird games as is, so it's fine. But like, I, I just don't think it's as good as one or infinite. Even though, like I said, probably wouldn't play infinite again. Uh, one's incredible though. One's insane. they should make Rapture. Uh, sorry, um, oh, it's called Columbia, isn't it? The Sky One. They should make Bioshock Four. Yeah. Um, Columbia Two. <laughs> that won't, that won't be confusing. <laughs> Oh, I mean, God. what the hell do they do? Wouldn't they every, everyone's, are they making yeah, one? Yeah, it's com- they I, are confirmed to be making a Bioshock 4. Why? Not, but we don't know what it is. Why? Yeah, why? It's, it's, it's why not Ken it? Levine either. It's the new studio that yeah. uh, 2K formed, like, who are confirmed to be making it. It's confirmed to be a thing that's happening, and they've said, well, oh, it's, it's happening, but it won't Levine be up for years. Game. Now, Ken Levine left, and he made, he made an indie studio, and he hasn't... I don't think they've released anything. You do realise that Ken Levine only made two of the Bioshock games, right? I mean, yeah, that's true. He didn't make the second one. But that's... Did not make the I don't second know. one. I just no. don't know what they'd even do for a fourth one, to be honest. I mean, like... No, I've the, no the thing is, is, the weird thing about Infinite Story is it opens up <laughs> infinite possibilities, but <laughs> at, the, at the same time... At the same time, it, it's almost off. like I don't want any of them. It's weird. I don't want to go no. back to Rapture. I don't want to go back to... I, the thing is, I like Columbia, and it's not like I don't like it, so I don't want to go back to it. It's just I almost think I know what Columbia is now. Oh, did you play... Did you, We're done did with you play Bioshock Infinite's DLC? Um, no. It, Burial at Sea, or, or what no, it was called. It yeah, no. Oh, dude. Yeah, it was, it was really good. It basically just tied up all the loose ends. Hmm. I remember yeah. the. I remember the. So at this point, conference. basically, it's just Bioshock for, in name, isn't it? They're basically just Bioshock in name, because then they can make money out uh, of it. Uh, uh, right. Doesn't have Ken Levine on it. It's probably not going to be in Rapture or Columbia. It might be in Rapture, um, because Rapture's the iconic place. But it's not going to have any any link to any of the previous. Oh, uh, Rapture, in, uh, big da- big games, daddies. Uh... Yeah. It's just going to be little, Bioshock. Little demon children that suck suck out the blood of 
crackheads. Oh, 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 oh. Jesus Christ. Whoa, whoa, Louis, whoa. I don't think you're playing the same game as everyone else, my friend. <laughs> what? He's playing the Bioshock porn game. He <laughs> saw an advert on Pornhub. That's literally what they do. They suck out the blood of crackheads. No, they suck out Adam. Come on, let's be. Let's get the law right. Hey up, hey up, chill out. <laughs> yeah, sorry, yeah. <laughs> don't be, don't be including me in this weird stuff. I just, I, I don't know what they do with it. It's weird. Like, no, I've no idea. I, listen, I'll give it the benefit of the doubt when I see it, and I'll see what it's all about. Obviously, and like, whoever's working on that must be like, you can't. I don't know. It's just weird. I feel like somebody should have stepped yeah. in and been like, "We can't use little girls for this. We can't do it. We can't do that." <laughs> We can't. We just can't do it. It's weird. When I, I feel like someone, little girl I feel like someone should have stepped heads. in and just said, "Just said that we can't. We can't do this." When I was replaying one, I, what I found obviously when you replay it, you know the context of everything, and so the world is yeah. still incredible to explore again because I haven't played it since what the PS3, Xbox 360 generation. So I haven't played it for a long, long time. But like, you know the context of everything, but you don't remember the specifics. And so I'm playing it through and I'm I'm almost discovering everything. And again, I'm like, oh, this just really was good. But then halfway through, my brain did go, but yeah, why are the li- little, why are they little girls? And it was like, yeah. I was like, I was like what, hang on, why is this a thing? And then I was like, why are they only little girls, but not little boys? And then it was just like a lot of these things come tiny and there are sort of vague justifications for it. <laughs> but it does very much feel like yeah. a situation where they came up with the cool concept and then just tried to justify it. It was. It's like, oh, this is really cool. Big daddies, little girls. Yeah, that's that's oh, that's right. not cool, Adam. Uh, that that, that uh, just sounds creepy. That sounds so creepy. Exactly. They were, that's probably what they were told, and they were like, I don't know. We kind of like the design, but could you like not make it as porny? <laughs> No, let's be honest, whoever designed it no. might... Well, he's got a big just... drill on his hands, but maybe he drills it. No. <laughs> no. Whoever, whoever decided that they should go with that idea might have some more... Might have more sinister intentions than we may have first mm. thought. Mm. What, the big daddy and the little girl and yeah. there's a drill with them? Oh. <laughs> Dude. It is, uh, to be fair, it is still... To be fair, that's the wrong thing to say. I mean, it is like... <laughs> It just is very unsettling. Like when you yeah. see like the opening, like you know the opening bit where you first see the big daddy and the little sister through the glass, and the little sister mm. is about to get attacked by someone, and then the big daddy jumps down and, and stops the attack. It's like it is creepy. It, it is unsettling to it watch. Is. It is, yeah. And like the justification for them is basically <clears throat> that no one would attack them because they're little girls. Is basically what one of the audiobooks says. But like. It is genuinely like unsettling to watch in a weird way. Like, because in my head, I remember playing it and not really thinking about it too deep. But now when you go back and you're like, it's just, it's all very. (laughs) Mm. Great game, though. It is a bit not right. So, not right is the right. The crack, the the little girls are taking crack out of the (laughs) crackheads, the dead crackheads, whilst being escorted by mutilated crackheads. Oh, yeah. crackheads in that game. I mean, if you put it like that, sure. <laughs> I mean, I can't, I can't. I mean, all you have to do is just replace the Adam with crack, and not not much change. Not much changes apart from the superpowers. It's a, a great idea for a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> replace me with crack. Yeah. 
Uh, oh, dude, I wouldn't, I wouldn't ever move from this from where I'm sat ever. Well, we we heard about your trips in Amsterdam. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's good though. I I do want to play oh. two. I do want to play two eventually. I just, I just, I never play. At the time, I played it for like two or three hours, and it just never hooked me. Mm. Um, but I do want to go back and actually just see it because a lot of people do swear by it. Um, I feel like they're probably wrong, but I'll at least give it a shot. Oi, I'm not wrong. I'm never <laughs> wrong on anything. Yeah, fair. fair. <laughs> I'm never wrong on anything. Jesus. I'm, I'm always, I'm always correct. <laughs> yep. I, if there's one word I would use to describe you, it is infallible. <laughs> Thanks. No worries, man. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that worked. <laughs> That was that was that was a four, that's a forty minute conversation. How did that work, Jesus Christ? I feel like if you start us talking, we, we don't stop from... regularly. So that's fine. Yeah, that is fair. We did just sort of not not finish talking. Um, yeah. So as a part of the podcast, when we start our podcast, we probably are going to ask each other what we've just played this last week. <laughs> when we start. <laughs> yeah, when we start the podcast, we should. <laughs> 40 minutes into the podcast every week <laughs> when we start <laughs> uh, has anyone been playing anything interesting this week I I have been playing uh, I've played a bunch of things just today actually I've just been hopping between stuff as it catches my fancy I've been Ooh. playing uh... you been playing sorry for a yawn there um, the yawning simulator no, I was playing. I was playing a Hitman game. Oh, uh, I tweeted a screenshot of it before. It was, uh, I think it was from like, I think it was like a, a reboot or something. It's just called a. It's like Hitman first season sort of thing. Oh, is it the the episodic thing? Yeah, it's that the, Square Enix. Made? Yeah, it's the episodic thing that Square Enix made. Dude, Ooh. it's a banger. I have to admit. I'm not a fan of a lot of the level designs in the game. It has to be said. So if you're playing, so you're playing 2016. So that would be you're talking like Paris. Uh, you're talking um, the Italy one. Uh, which yeah. one? Like what? Which ones do you? Which ones are you not a fan of? Or which ones do you like? The problem is with games like Hitman Blood Money. There was a lot of set pieces within the environment, which kind of led you along certain directions without actually having to waypoint you. So it felt like you were actually putting together this puzzle yourself mm. where I feel like in these newer Hitman games, they sort of design the levels before they design the actual challenges that they're going to put in them. So mm. I feel like that's why they have to add extra stuff and extra ways to waypoint you to go do certain tasks. Like disc- like when it, the game waypoints you to disguise yourself as a specific person or whatever, I feel like that's taken away some of the, I don't know, I feel like that takes away some of the challenge and, well, some of the challenge in the way that you figure out how to sort of solve how... Sorry, I'm not wording this very well. No, I I understand what you mean. I think one of the things... I mean, Adam, first of all, did you play it? Uh, No, no, I've not played it. So one of... So I don't know what's going on. So, all right, fair. (laughs) So Hitman is a game about a bald man. No, um... One of the things that I did because I I love Hitman like I'm big into Hitman in a big like all of them. Um, it did kick me. It did kick me out there. I wonder what had happened. I was like, oh, 
Where's Louis? <laughs> yeah, no, I kicked me out. I didn't even so, see it. I apologise. I wasn't even concentrating. Louis, so, so I've got two separate recordings of this. <laughs> it's fine. We, uh, my recordings. My recordings all the matters. So, like, <laughs> when I started playing Hitman, I did. I, I like turned off that thing because. I remembered from playing at the Paris section at someone else's house that the sort of hints were like frustrating me um, because like you say, oh. I like going into the levels and just sort of figuring it out organically, like hearing conversations from people, trying to figure it out like as we go. And there are certain things where it's sort of almost impossible to figure out by yourself. Like you yeah, see what you have to do, but you can't quite get there without the hint. Um, but I do feel like there are some levels, like I think Paris nails it. I think Sapienza, that's the Italy level. I think that's really freaking good. Um, but like the one, uh, um, the one where you have to kill the target is the musician and the lawyer. That one's really convoluted. Yeah, that, that, that's, that's just rough. Yeah, he's just rough. Like, yeah, you, you can't, you can't do it without, without the hints really, and even. I feel like even killing the the lawyer guy was um, was just a challenge in itself. I mean, it, mm. it becomes easier once because I did actually figure out that one for myself because I found because uh, the first thing I saw was him walking in and like eating, tasting all the food, you know, being a dick. Mm. So and when obviously, I, I, <laughs> yeah, how dare he taste food? Fuck it. Well, no, no, he like just food. food and then he just abuses someone for the food and then wanders off. Okay, well, fair enough. Yeah. So and so after I've killed the uh, the the dude, the uh, the 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 musician guy, I go into a bathroom and there's like some poison in there, and I'm like, well, that obviously clicks. So I'm just gonna do that, mm. and that worked. Though, however, it was lethal poison. So no, no, because obviously when you give people poison that game they just get a bit sick and go yeah. to the toilet and then you just drown them in the toilet <laughs> yeah <laughs> they just so i was expecting him to do that so i just waited around and then he just died up and down i'm like he just, oh. dropped <laughs> he just drops dead and i'm like oh i would have gone back to get the suit and left left a lot sooner mm. it's weird because like i did in so in the first one 2016 or season one whatever you want to call it um i have done i did do every single mission without any hints just by figuring it out as i go but there were certainly some scenarios where i was forcing the issue and i think like he was one who i really struggled with um i did figure out eventually how you can there there is a way you can do it uh without like just killing him like you can do it through like luring into a place where he eventually I don't I'm trying to avoid spoiling it, but like you can lure him to an apartment basically and, and kill him there where it's not too much of a problem. But mm. but finding that out was really like a long <clears> process. <throat> but I think Blood Money does it a lot better. Like Blood Money, I think Blood Money's just a better game, if I'm being honest. Because I think like every level in Blood Money is great. Whereas yeah. Hitman oh, 2016, like some of the later ones specifically are nowhere in I will protest that every level in in Blood Money is is uh, good. There is, I think they're all good apart from one. Which there one? Is don't you one like? that is really bad. Uh, it's called Death on the Mississippi. It's okay, one yeah. where you're on, it's one where you're on like a steamboat and you're having to kill a, a, just a load of people. Basically, mm. you have to kill all six members of the Gator Gang and the ship's captain. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what you mean. 
I, I did I did find myself just running about pushing them off uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> with um, just every time they go anywhere near the edge. I'm like, whoop, right. Um, it was a bit of an awkward one, especially the bit at the end when you get to the top and you kill the captain at the top. Um, I found, I don't know whether it was a bug or not, but I just couldn't find a way to kill them without the entire ship knowing my shit. (laughs) It was very, it was very frustrating. But apart from that, you're right. I I like that level still because I like the concept, but um, I don't think an execution was great. Every other level I think is a banger in, 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 Blood Money, but I do love 2016. I do genuinely really love it, yeah. um, but it's not as good as, as Blood Money. But then again, I don't know what is as good as Blood Money. No, no that, that is the, the pinnacle. That. Um, God, a level that is great in, in Hitman Blood Money. Uh, I like the the dis, the sort of the uh, the weird dance club level mm, where it's the like Heaven and Hell one. Heaven and Hell, that one's fantastic. Adam, I love... Have you ever played Hitman at all? No, no idea. <laughs> you should try it, Blood Money, because Blood Money's great. I probably should. I'll probably enjoy like I. I don't know. Like I like, I like stealth games and shit like that. I've I have fun. So like some of the stuff you describe me reminds me of um the one Dark Brotherhood quest in Oblivion that I really like. Um, but like I just I just never got around to it. Mm. So I don't know. One of those games where I just sort of never got around to. There's a lot of those sort of games I just never got around to. The thing is, it's like a really different... They're like... I consider them... I mean, they are stealth games, but I consider them more puzzle games than anything Mm. else. Mm. Because it's like... It's like a really convoluted puzzle, but it also has multiple solutions. Yeah, like... And it's... it, It gives you the tools, and then just sort of goes, go and figure it out. And... What I love is the the moments in Hitman that are my favorite, and and I like like don't get me wrong. As much as I love going through a mission in the most perfect way possible, on like managing to kill everyone so it looks like accidents, and then getting out as if I'm the greatest Hitman who's ever lived. As much as I love that, like the bits that I remember most are when you think you've nailed it, and then just one person sees, and then the entire plan falls apart, and you're forced to like improvise on the spot to try and get, get out of these convoluted situations, especially like some of the uh, targets who are really deep into levels, like, and you have to, like, mm. there's a winding way to get out. There's the, when the music starts swelling and everything's kicking off, there is, I do love It's just, <clears throat> it's a brilliant game. It really is. I can, I can hear in my head almost as we're talking about it the music that plays in Blood Money when you've killed everyone and you're trying to get to the exit. And I can hear, like, the sort of blunt nature of, like, the guns. The guns always have this really specific sound. It's like, they all have this really specific sound. And I can just hear it in my head. And, like, the mechanic where, like, when you're about to die, if you get, like, headshots, then you come back to life again. Oh, the game's just good, man. It's just good. I just love the way, I just love the way 47 dies in that game. (laughs) 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 <laughs> just falls face first really slowly. Yeah. So like for context, Adam, when you get when you're about to die, your screen sort of slowly yeah. turns red, classic video game stuff. Oh, no. And you start yeah. to move slower and slower in slow motion. But if you pop off okay. like two I think it's three headshots, then you get instantly like revived essentially. So you're no longer just about to okay. die. And so you can carry on sort of trying to escape and it's this like last ditch mechanic. But what is the swelling mm. you get, and then eventually you just die. <laughs> but he just, he just sort of crumples to the floor. He just sort of, yeah, so weird. and he just, <laughs> it's great, oh, great game. 
Hmm. I think my favourite level is either got to be the, the the redneck wedding one, mm. the uh, the weird Hugh the weird Hugh Hefner's Christmas Mansion one, <laughs> yeah, or the uh, the rehab clinic one. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I think my favourite is the in in Blood Money specifically is the is the one on the like not cold sac but the one on like the sort of housing place. Oh, where dude, either, where you go into the house to kill the I want... guys. You you know how you can like put people in the uh, the garbage truck. Mm, mm. I once obsessively fed every single person to that le- on that level to what I called. <laughs> Which to what I refer to as the bit as the the Lord and like the Lord Demon Garbo. Mm. Garbo is hungry for your flesh, <laughs> so I just fed everyone <laughs> in that level to Garbo. Mm. Even even like the FBI backup that come after you've al- after you've alerted everyone. I killed every single person on that level and fed him and fed them all to Garbo. What a game! <laughs> what, a stu- what, what a stupid stupid game! Whoa. Why was I allowed to do that? And all the newspaper headlines you get as well, like yeah. <laughs> after you do mental stuff like um, deranged maniac slaughters thirty seven. Yeah. yeah, so like like for context, at the end of each level when you complete it in the loading screen, it gives you like a newspaper which talks about it's like talking discussing the murder that has occurred, aka your assassination. But obviously, like if you're like a trained, if you're like really good at it, and it's like it was like he was killed by falling off a balcony by accident, blah, blah, blah. There are no leads as to what happened. And it's like, you're like, yeah, I'm so cool. But then, yeah, when you go on like a murder spree and it's just like deranged lunatic <laughs> kills 84 people. It's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it talks about like how many shots you missed and stuff. And oh, oh my God. Oh, it's great. Oh, the very yeah. The and thing level. is, and do you know how they, because they, because the newspaper knows how exactly how many shots you fired, and do you know how? <laughs> yeah. and do you know how how the newspaper knows that because of the shell cause of the amount of shell casings yeah. on the floor? And I'm like, this is just this is just the game's way of just giving me stats. But I like the mm. I like the way they improvise. I like it, yeah. Like the weird in universe description of like, oh, this is how we know how many shots were oh, it's like, oh, this we person was this person was a shit gunman because he fired thirty seven shots, but only five of them hit his target because mm. we can see from all the shell cases and bullet holes. That's that's the that's the headline news. Shit gunman kills three. <laughs> I mean, that's literally the lead. To be fair, that is what it is. I think not enough games do that. Like give you sort of it's a weird like gta does it where you'll be just driving along and then on the radio there'll be a news story about something you did like two missions ago and you'll be like oh that was me yeah. i know what is, happened there adding a score like a like a like a good achievable score it gives you it gives that game replayability and it gives something mm. for you to work towards because i think i've played through every level in that game at least five or six times yeah at least probably more and yeah. it was all to just try and get the best score I possibly could. Yeah, there's something unbelievably like satisfying about that moment when you finally like where you kill like the targets you need to and they both look like accidents and you've done nothing else and no one's seen you and there's no leads and you're just like, I am the greatest human being who is I am so smart. And and you've recovered the security tapes as well. It's just like yeah. you've just just done everything perfect. You just perfectly mastered this whole this whole plan and it feels great 
it's an amazing game. I love, I love it. I love it so much. So, do you have you ever poisoned the sausage to give to the dog? Uh, no. <laughs> In which is this some blood money? Yeah, this is this is the Hugh Hefner level because obviously he's followed by that little dog. Oh yeah. And Adam, to... Adam, there's this right. So in the Hugh Hefner level, which we're just going to call it <laughs> yeah. from now on, basically there's like, yeah, it, that's yeah. what it's, it's, like a big, it's like a big Playboy mansion in like a snowy mountain, and they're making like porn upstairs. Ooh. But anyway, um, there's there's a dog walking around in one of the sections of the level, and it's like a little Chihuahua type mm. thing. It's not a big dog; it's like a little sausage dog, but it's like a little dog. But it's like a Bouchon also... Freeze or whatever they're called. It's like. <laughs> It's tiny, yeah. and you wouldn't you wouldn't think you. twice about it. But like one of the things that can lower your final score in the ratings is how many witnesses you had. Um, and so, say, or and say the, dogs are the dog counts as a witness, which yeah. makes no sense because in in like in like logic, you think because the dog's not going to tell yeah, the, dog the, uh, the police. The police could interview that person and find out sort of, oh, he was bald, he was less tall. That's sort of like building a case. Yeah, yeah. The dog's not going to tell you, but the dog does count as a witness. The dog can't say anything. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the dog uh, Mr. Dog, you saw the criminal. What did he look like? Oh, he was bald, you say. He <laughs> <laughs> had a barcode on the back of his head. <laughs> Wonderful. No, and the way to kill that dog is that there's a little sausage in the kitchen area and you poison it and throw it on the ground and the dog eats it and dies. That's, that seems bad for the dog. It doesn't end well for him, apparently. I'm surprised we didn't get many like stories about about that in the news. Dog. Like, dog. Hitman's a horrible game that glamorises mm. killing dogs. I'm really surprised we've not had that as a story in the news. I mean, yeah, that's that is surprising actually. Considering Peter, Peter considering would be all over that Mass shit. Effect, the evil sex game. Considering we've had Mass Effect, the evil sex game. How have we not had Hitman allows you to kill dogs? True. I think it's it's like oh, you cannot it's, it's, you cannot pet of... the dog. You, you cannot, cannot pet the dog in Hitman. Can you not pet it? You cannot fuck You cannot pet the dog. You can murder it in cold blood. But you yeah, can't. you can murder the dog. You can just kill it. I love that. I love that Twitter page. Can can you pet the dog? That's a it's Twitter a page. Yeah. yeah it's, it's fucking <laughs> Dude. good. It does. It does. Can you pet the dog in this game? Uh, and 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 if you can or can't. Oh my god! It's great. It's uh, vital information. It's the stuff you really need to know. It is. It really is vital, yeah. I'm I'm gonna quickly get a drink. Be right back. Ooh. Uh what else have we been playing this week? What have you been playing? Charlie? What have I been yeah. playing? Fucking nothing. <laughs> <laughs> playing like mobile games. Mm-hmm. And then yeah, that's about it really. Just been playing my mobile games. My gachas. I have one that I play, okay. which is the Final Fantasy one, because mm. of course. And then I am playing sort of the Fire Emblem one as well, but I don't really play that. I just sort of log in every day to get like all the the stuff that they're giving away for free, and then leave it. Mm. <laughs> don't even really play that one. Uh, so yeah, I'm a bit boring on them. Um, it's been fun, been fun playing the the Final Fantasy one. We've got our new character, a global exclusive character, the second mm-hmm. one. Uh, which Japan haven't got because they're not allowed to have it. Right. Uh, this is uh, RNA, a high wind from Final Fantasy 15. Wait, it's nothing. I'm why would sure. you say they're not? Why are they not allowed? Well, it's a global exclusive. 
Oh, okay. Basically, there are two forms of the game. So it it came out in Japan like a year before it came out globally. So there's the Japan version of the game, and then there's the global version of the game, which Japanese people don't play, I'm sure, uh, which is in English. So, um, yeah, that's pretty much why. (laughs) Um, Yeah, we've got our exclusive character. It's good. I have returned with have a crisp uh, with a crisp Coca Cola hashtag not spawn. A crisp, a crisp Coca Cola. <laughs> oh. It's the refreshing oh. taste. Yeah. But yeah, no, I don't play any games. I, I'm, I'm boring. <laughs> uh, other than gacha games now. Yeah, get stuff down. Have you seen that um, that Pokemon ripoff? Uh, the one that's on Steam at the moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. What what is this what is this Pokemon ripoff? Adam, do you want to explain it? That's what I'm referring. Yeah, I don't know much about it. I think it's like a it's like it's Pokemon, but it's like a big MMO. Mm. Okay. But like when you when you think it's not Pokemon, it's you think like World of Warcraft like level. No, 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 no. It looks like I saw some footage of it on Outside Extra recently. It it look it's Pokemon. It is just Pokemon. Like everything about it is Pokemon. (laughs) I don't know how they've got away with this. Yeah. It's because they've not called it Pokemon and, and none of the designs are similar to the Pokemon. It's like you see those uh, fucking shit mobile games with like actual Pokemon advertising. Like, oh, play this Monpoke. It's a mobile game where you get to play as Sawbulb and Toolsquare <laughs> and Mandachar. Mand- and then it's like, oh, okay. Mandachar. Why have you not been sued out of the fucking ass? Yeah. <laughs> like... Temtem's not. It's not the same. It, it, it plays like Pokemon, but loads of games play like Pokemon. Yeah, but it looks like so, it really like, plays like Pokemon. It, I feel like I feel yeah, like every JRPG was... sort of plays like Pokemon, really. Yeah, and Pokemon plays like every JRPG. Like Pokemon's just Dragon Quest in a monster collecting like simulator. Form. That's all it is. Yeah, it's just like it's just literally Dragon Quest. Like all all of these games are just Dragon Quest. Well, you know, they've all got like your old turn based JRPG combat, don't they? Mm, well, less so now, but yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't, like, well, to be fair, turn based combat's not really that big a deal anymore. Not many games have turn based combat anymore. It's because it's a bit shit. Let's be honest. Like I, know. I like I, I, I like Pokemon. In fact, I really really like Pokemon as. Uh, as a lot of people can protest to, but mm. I don't know. I think we're in an age now where where turn based combat it just doesn't make for very appealing gameplay, especially when everything when all these game mechanics and like game graphics look so hyper realistic now. Where just having a turn based combat system just looks a bit I don't know. It well, just looks I, I, a bit I disagree. Out of place. I disagree because like some games are really, so Dragon Quest Eleven. Echoes of an Elusive Age still got that turn-based combat in it. Still, like, it's a really good game. Persona Five still turn-based combat, still amazing. Yeah, but I feel like I don't know. I feel like Atlas Games hit that very specific, weird, like niche where everything's just all super cartoonish and <laughs> weird. It doesn't necessarily work in like realistic graphic uh, graphic oh. styles. And I stuff had like to relive that. my worst well, nightmare well. last week as well. Um, just oh, no. playing the just playing the last sort of the last block puzzle in Catherine. Well, no, the last um, oh, the last one before the 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 
breakup happens. That's a 3D we're, platformer. We are having to dis- we are having to <laughs> escort Catherine, K Catherine through. Oh god, it's horrible! It's horrible! It's it's. The- Do you like escort missions? It's, no. It's- Would you like an escort mission in your puzzle game? <laughs> oh, what it, do you mean? It is the worst. It is the worst. <laughs> oh. I don't understand how they managed to do it, but yes, they put an, ex- uh, an escort mission in a puzzle game. I watched, I watched my friend play it on a stream. She made it look easy, so I thought, you know what? I'll play it again. And I'm like, dude, how, how is this easy? How is this ever easy? This is horrible. Mm. But you can be, you can oh, you can have um, turn based in a realistic environment in like XCOM. I think it works perfectly in XCOM. Also, is there a... that's more of a strategy game than a than an RPG though, isn't it? I, I think you sort of meaning like you stand opposite each other and take turns to sort of swing a sword or whatever. I, is there a... like it's yeah. not going to be in for honor. Is there a way <laughs> okay. to turn off? Uh, is there a way to turn off that thing where it says edge every time you you move a block? <laughs> no, <laughs> Catherine, I don't think so. Yeah, I hate edge. that edge, edge. Edge, edge. It's just, it's just very precise instructions for you. Like. Edge, <laughs> such edge. <laughs> edge, the edge. I don't know. From you too. Like I look at, um, I got told. I don't know if this is true. You actually, you, you would be the person to tell me, Adam, if anyone knows. Um, can mm. you go back to the original or or sim- something similar to the original combat in the Final Fantasy VII remake, or is it just? the new style oh, combat. yeah no so um there are two styles of combat in final fantasy 7 remake uh the default standard is using the, the sort of action e controls uh but you can sort of i guess stop time and and use a sort of similar sort of atb kind of system mm. um where like i mean i don't know if it's stopping time or something. i'm not sure exactly what it is but there is a sort of similar uh, ATB kind of thing to Final Fantasy 7 Remake. Not that I know. There's one in 15 as well. Yeah, because like, um, I've been looking, cause I've been looking well. at it, and like you, you know more than most, my history of Final Fantasy is poor, to say the least. And like <laughs> I've been looking at 7 Remake, and I've not really been thinking about it that much, even though 7 <laughs> is the only Final Fantasy game I've ever played any sort of extent, and even then it's a very small, very, very small amount of. But I was watching the latest trailer they released, um, the one where it shows uh, Cloud and the cross-dressing stuff, which I was super yeah. into. I was like, yes, I want this game now. Yeah, it's great. It looks so and, cool. And like, the more um, Final Fantasy XV modern sort of style combat actually sort of turns me off in a way. Like, I look at it and I go, I don't, mm. know, I don't know why. There's just something about it which doesn't appeal to me. Whereas like, if it was to have sort of a, a combat style, not not identical to the first, not identical to the original by any stretch of imagination, but similar to the first yeah. in, in that it is turn-based, I would probably be more likely to buy it. I don't it. know how turn-based it is. So it might be very similar to the way 15s worked in that um, the action kind of pauses or slows down and you get to then pick commands. Mm. And then they sort of then rolls out in front of you by, like at full speed. Um, I don't think it's turn based, but I think it's 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 definitely a slower version of the game. It's not an, as action based. Um, but I'm, I'm not too sure what, what they're going to do I've, with seven. I, I never uh, played Final Fantasy 15. I just played uh, 
the <laughs> the episode that came free with that other game. Oh, the 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 demo. Was it the demo? Which which was it? The one with you uh, with Carbuncle, or was it something else? That like episode Disguise or something like that. Yeah, Disguise. Oh, that's the um. No, that's the big open world one, isn't it? So you're yeah. wandering around the big open field and you've got to hunt the behemoth. I, th- I thought that was really fun. I played that. Yeah, well. no, it was like, really oh, good. super cool. If you enjoyed that, you'll enjoy 15 like, a lot. Like, if you enjoyed Duske, you'll enjoy 15 loads. Because um, they're very similar games. It's basically just... It is like a very representative demo. I mean, fact, I do like the idea of uh, lovely, lovely boys' adventure for, for lovely boys. Mate, those characters are incredible. Those characters, the four guys are just like the best characters. They're like so relatable, so like actual just guys who I don't know, they're just really cool. It's hard to say. Um just because it's like it, it's a Final Fantasy game, so obviously you think the characters are like not relatable in any way, sense, or form. But no, these guys are really cool. They're just guys, they're just like really good friends, even though one is the prince of an entire country. Is it as good as Final <laughs> Fantasy Nine? Uh no, it's not as good as Final Fantasy Nine. It's not good. It's, it's, it's good. <laughs> Final Fantasy Nine is incredible. Is nine the it's one? one the is nine the one with the, the dance number at the beginning? Uh, uh, in what way? Like I remember, it there's a bit where you're kind of doing a play. Yeah, you've got to do a sword fight. It's on PS2. And uh, no. no, okay, well, move on. Yeah, so we say that's like already. Are you thinking um, Final Fantasy Ten Two? Maybe with with Yuna and uh, Yuna sounds like a name it's, I know. Is, is it, you're like at a concert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This you're one, this is what I'm thinking of. of. This is what I'm thinking of. Yeah, it's right, so. I'm backing out of the conversation again. That one's that one's less less famous for its quality. Which one's the one with the laugh? Uh, ten. Okay. Great laugh. Great that scene. That cool, scene. That scene is is the only thing I know from that game is that, like that scene, and I love that scene. I genuinely like that scene a lot. I think it's like it's memed and it's taken out of context, but it is just a really nice scene, just in general. Mm. Even though the laugh is awful, the Japanese laugh is also way worse. So it's not even just a a bad voice acting example. It's just like that is how it's supposed to be. I like it. Oh As someone who has no skin in the game, I like it. It's a fun scene. It's a nice scene. Mm. It's it's like ha 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 ha. <laughs> Uh, it's great it, it just works it just works but it, everyone looks at him afterwards like you're a fucking weird guy what you do mm-hmm. <laughs> but, oh. you know. so oh. to Charlie what I've been wanting to say is uh, what, what what do you what else do you think that I Louis Bertwistle oh, no. have played this week oh, no. what have I played Charlie what do you think Charlie. that I would always play even playing Skyrim. No, I'm actually not. I just <laughs> want you to say it. I just want you to say it. I'm like, I, I just, I don't believe you. Is it true? I just don't believe you. <laughs> actually, no. I haven't played it for a while, actually. I had to delete it on my Xbox for space reasons. I might have I might have played Skyrim if I had my PS4 in my room. <laughs> and it's a bit painful, actually. When was the last time you played well, it? I to delete Skyrim. No, the fact that I just have the don't have the choice to oh. play it. Oh, I mean, God, I actually might play it. 
I actually might play it again. I actually might delete something and reinstall it. I mean, what I would say is wait until after this. <laughs> yeah, don't do it now. <laughs> no, I'm not going to literally do it right now. Right now. I mean, you say that like that hasn't happened in the past. But... Yeah, we. I remember the one podcast that we recorded where me and you were both playing Skyrim <laughs> as we did the podcast. Yeah, it was bad. Uh, I don't know. I don't get the same hit as I do when... It's like when you take a drug way too much <laughs> and you just you've, you've, you just, you've taken too much you, you just don't feel <laughs> the same effects anymore like i remember how i used to feel when i first started playing that game and god it was so I felt so alive man it was so good and i just kind of feel comfortable now playing skyrim you know what i mean like now skyrim is kind of a comfort game for me. i've just done like, everything in it kind of just chill out and... i've just done everything yeah. everything i've done everything in it you can't do everything. There's always radiant quests. But yeah, but those are all just repeats of the previous quests. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they're not good. They're just the same quest but repeated. I've literally done everything. Sometimes I just like to put it on and like chill out and done and, everything. Like, kill some bandits and shit. That's all I do. I don't know. I always think about what weird and wacky character can I create. But if I'm going to create a fighter, all I'm going to do is just going to join the, the fighty people and do all the fighty stuff with the fighty people. It's just going to be the same, but with a different <laughs> you character. you got to set yourself a goal. Set yourself a goal. Just be like, right, I'm going to be like a super, super role player. I'm going to steal everything in the game. Or whatever. I tried that once and I broke my character because of uh, the stuff with the Dongar okay. DLC. Yeah, I'm gonna turn. Right. I think I might just turn off all achievements when I start this character again because the amount of work I put in and the fact that I had to kill that run was painful because of how far I got with it. I was basically making a character that didn't use weapons; they only fought with their fists. Oh, yeah. oh that's fine. You can do that. That's really easy. Yeah, it's really good as well. But can be. You need to get the things, the little gauntlets, and then. And learn the enchant. Are the gloves that give your unharmed stuff right really good? And then enchant them into something else, I guess. But Yeah. What yeah. I like is the animations for that. Oh, yeah. There's some really cool ones. Yeah, you get, you get animations where you pile draft people. There's one where you suplex them. And <laughs> <laughs> it's great. Oh, dear. It is great. So, Charlie, you didn't tell us what you were playing. Well, I mean, speaking of suplexes, because actually I've been playing Resident Evil 4. Um, oh yeah, because I've started to teach myself to speed run it. Um, oh, because I don't oh. know why. I just I was watching. You just like pain. You just, I, I just do pain and suffering like in your pain. life. I do, and I I like genuinely like Resident Evil Four is one of my favorite games, and so it's, it's great. It's just fantastic. And I went through and replayed it a couple of months ago, and I was just loving my life. Uh, and I think it was over. It was while I was watching um, ADGQ a couple of weeks ago. Or whenever it happened, mm. uh, and I just went. Do you know what? I feel like learning to speedrun something, and Resident Evil Four was just there, um, and the suplex animation never gets boring in that game. Uh, when you shoot someone in the knee or whatever, and they go down on one knee, you can run up and you can do the kick, but then later on in the game, you can do the suplexes, and their heads just explode. It's, you know, it's just, it's just excellent. Just uh, as both a Resident Evil and a football, uh, as a wrestling fan. I very much enjoy watching their head explode. Um, but yeah, I've been playing a crap ton of Resident Evil 4 um, and Pez because I'm 
boring and predictable. Well, I'm also well, slowly well. working my way through the Mass Effect trilogy, but that's <clears> what I'm <throat> speaking. Oh, yeah, speaking about games done quick for a second. Do you ever? Mm. Um, this is probably yeah. I mean, before you say, it, I am probably one of those cancerous people. But do you ever see like any of the oh, cringe, no. the cringe highlights? Oh, wait. Um, <laughs> oh, like, no, I really have done. Sam has made me look at them. What when like, they play terrible games or no? It was just like when they when like the streamers or just the people in the background do really dumb stuff. That's like oh, no, really weird. Like, like there's, there's a dude who just there's this really there's this weird awkward looking dude who keeps looking around him, and this really really attractive girl sat next to him, and I remember she gets up and leaves, and then he gets up, looks around for a moment, turns around and just. Face first in a, in the chair that she was just sat in. Oh, and I'm like, oh, I've seen that. <laughs> yeah, oh. <laughs> God, oh, no. I have to show you that it's bad. He that just he just good. turns around and then just puts his head in the chair. And like, the like chair that oh, it sounds like Louis exaggerating, but no, my man dives into that chair. It's <laughs> he oh, dives into man, the chair really? in front that, of that's just the worst. The, there's loads of people around him as well whilst he's doing it. Why would you do that? Uh, the thing is, is like those events oh. are like they're amazing events. They really are, and like they raise oh, yeah. an insane amount of money for charity, and they are brilliant. But obviously, if you live stream twenty four hours, seven days a week, you're gonna catch some stuff on it's film that you probably <laughs> don't do that. You know, you're in a well, fucking dude, public place on well, that, camera. That dude that just randomly announced uh, his girlfriend's like transition. Or whatever, and it's just like she. I mean, she might have not wanted to. Ex- she might have not wanted to expose that on stream. I know, right? Come on. It's like, dude, why you just why you just say this? I mean, some people, man, some people. But then again, I did catch some of the some of the games on there. Like some of the, I think it was the last one I watched. Um, a couple of them that they did, like Goose Game and mm. stuff. There are some like it is thing, it's, it's the event that got me into. Well, actually, to be fair, I was watching speed runs like way back in the day on YouTube, um, before I even mm. really knew what they were. Um, but like since I started watching uh, SDGQ and AGQ about 2014, 15, or whatever it was, like when it was just a single room, there was like 20 of them. Whereas now it's like, I mean, thousands of people turn up to this thing. Um, it is an incredible event, and it, it makes speedrunning really accessible. Yeah, it's good. Like the amount of stuff I've learned about it just through watching those events is is nuts. Because otherwise, it's it's. When I was watching, the, it was last year, I think, when I was watching the Sonic Mania mm. one, which is really good. Like they had a race event, but I like some of the dumb two D platform ones. I was watching the Mario Maker uh, race event that they had on mm. this time as well. That was really cool. Um, just in general, Sonic Sonic Mania is crazy as well. Like some of those things, where I'm just like, oh, I didn't know you could do that. That's so cool. Oh, have you seen, have you seen the, all the glitches and stuff in the in the Spyro Reignited trilogy? Yeah, the game's more oh. broken than it's than wow. the original. I thought that no, because some of them, I, know, I remember seeing some of the cl- uh, crash stuff, and they like purposefully put in some of the old glitches, mm. or like all of the old glitches. Just because well, they wanted it to be as. The thing is with Crash and Sane Trilogy is that it worked off the original source code of the game. But with Spyro, mm. you didn't have the same luxury because Insomniac uh, lost it. Yeah. That seems to be really common. Yeah. Insomniac lost the source code for the career defining franchise. Yeah, but at the same time, have you still got your coursework from secondary school? 
You know what I mean? Like these things get that's, fair, that's not career. Fair, though, yeah, but Louis Louis coursework isn't a million selling product. Yeah, isn't, isn't like isn't like a career defining moment. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, you delete Skyrim, you need space. These things happen. I've got I've got all my I've got all my um, my college coursework from uh, when I did all that. That's important to me. I kept I kept all of that. It's all in it's all in a tub. I threw it away as fast as I could. I don't even know if I have my certificate. <laughs> like, I like that. Just threw it away fast as I could. Don't even look at it again. I don't even remember what half of yeah. them were on. I don't. This, this, it's done. It's done out here. But I mean, like some yeah, of those, some done. of those speed runs are amazing. Um, the Hitman Blood Money one they had a couple of years ago is really good. Um, which mm. you should go and watch just because the way you can, they break that game. Up. I've never watched a Hitman Blood Money speed run. The ways in which they break that game are amazing. Um, it's just. Some some old games are just broken as all hell, and I love it for it. Um, yeah. I watched the um the Fire Emblem Three Houses speedrun that they did this mm. year. It was really cool. Uh, obviously, the game just came out last year. But it was really cool because they got um the main uh, one of the main voice actors mm. to come and do like a, a sort of a live phone in for half of the uh, speedrun mm. while doing the, the speedrun of the game, doing like a Q and A with one of the main voice actors of the game. Just mm. genuinely really cool, and he donated like a couple <laughs> hundred like dollars and stuff. I was like, oh. I'm going to donate a bunch of money as well because it's really cool that you guys are doing this. It's like, oh, wow, what a, what a nice guy. Have you ever seen the speed cripple glitch in Fallout 3 and New Vegas? Yeah. <clears throat> Is that a way to make yourself go faster, like really fast by crippling yourself? Mm. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm also a big fan in Fallout 3 if you, where he swims if you glitch out of the vault early. Because you know in Fallout 3 your character is mute. So you, you never hear your yeah. character speak. But if you if you glitch out the vault early, you technically don't go past like being 16 or whatever. So yeah. you still and have your character has the, the voice of a child. <laughs> and your character still says like you know like all the voice lines that like just NPC children have in the game. Oh no. Your character just says oh, random no. stuff like that, like when they encounter stuff. I guess it was nothing and stuff like that. Yeah, I guess it was nothing. I know the baby. I know that the you can glitch out as the baby. I mean, like a baby. I mean, less, less, less less There is actually a speed. There's there is an actual speed run category called Fallout Three Bad Ending, which is basically from the moment you get like how long does it take from the moment you get control of your character to the moment we can kill yourself. Oh, okay. And I, turns I'm out, sure it's not too far. Turns right? out you can as a baby. Glitch through into a room where there's like rad roaches and they kill you. Yeah. What I love about like having like starting to delve delve into actually learning to speed run these things and stuff. Speedrun.com is a great website. <laughs> like mm. having like a, I mean, just having the utility of having all of these speed runs and being able to literally just click on anyone you want and just watch it is amazing. But seeing yeah. the ridiculous and crazy categories people come up with are like just. Like there's so many stupid ones. Like I would, I can't remember any off the top of my head. But there's so many stupid like categories for any game you can think of in your head. Like time to sandwich, where like you can in a game where you can just find a sandwich as fast as possible and eat it. It's just like in just random <laughs> stupid games. It, it's that's a good category, I, like, I think. I like um or Pokemon, Pokemon Blue Reverse Badge Acquisition. Mm. Oh, oh, no. like that. That sounds awful. Yeah, uh, so you can tell what happens in that, right? You get all the gym badges in the in reverse the, yeah, in, the wrong order. in the reverse order. 
And then, yeah, that doesn't and then you good. beat the Elite Four in the reverse order. <clears throat> that sounds less bound, like that sounds less difficult than beating the. I assume they're all like level standard or whatever. I don't know, but well, I think the idea is you don't actually you don't actually beat them. I think because you just sort of glitch out into into what I can oh, only okay. describe as what must have been like a dev tool or whatever. Hmm. Yeah, I get that. Fair enough. I was I, I was just actually assuming that you went to the the last gym first and like beat like your level fucking. You'd, five you'd, you'd have to watch the video. It's weird. It, the the whole experience just looks weird. Mm, fair enough. I will try that out at some point. I'm sure. But there's just like people just like they will speed run anything you can think of. Like I remember I was looking oh. at. Um, I was to be clear. I would never ever speed run it, but I was looking at GTA Five just out of like curiosity about like how quick could someone beat GTA Five? Just like, and then one of the categories in there was just called golf. So, and I didn't look at it. I assume <laughs> it how fast can you beat the golf mini game? I assume I don't know. Yeah, but it's just that that sort of level of like golf. this is like people will do anything, and it's like it's a GTA weird community in within itself, and it's amazing. GTA Five golf percent. Uh, yeah, like I, golf percent. I don't, again, I don't know if it's how quick can you get to play golf or how quickly can you just play around of golf. I don't know, but like, <laughs> it's a wonderful. It's a wonderful. It's just so weird, but in the best possible way. It's like finding games and just doing it in the stupidest way possible. <laughs> it's just doing games wrong. Yeah, you just do. You just doing them doing wrong. Games wrong. Which, if anything, is partly oh. some of the best ways to do games. I am. Yeah, they are. I agree. Oh god, I was going to oh. say so. Uh, sorry, I just had like another really funny note on the speed. Oh, yeah. Speaking of like how people just randomly speed run any just old shit. I also mm. found that there's, there's like a competitive scene for any game you can think of. Yeah. Oh. I learned the other day that there is a competitive community. For Shrek Super Slam. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. How did you only just learn that the other day? I've been to a competitive <laughs> Shrek Super Slam tournament, dude. There is competitive Shrek Super Slam. Yes, I have been to a tournament. God, that's awful. I mean, to be fair, we didn't go for Shrek. We went to play Smash, and they did a side event of Shrek. That's so niche. That's so niche. That game is um that game is also kind of like a, a rip off of Smash though, so Shrek Super yeah. Slam. Yeah, it, yeah, and there's also yeah, competitive no, yeah. and there's also, also competitive amazing. Catherine. I don't know how, but it I like I love competitive Catherine, but, it's amazing. But it's, it's why is there competitive Catherine, Adam? It's so good though. I think they did it at Evo one year and it was so good. How do you have competitive like, so Catherine? Race- it's a race to the top of the, the level. Okay. So like two people on the same stage and they just race to the top of the stage. Just it's really just fun. Just play Tetris, dudes. Just pl- just play That's not the same. Play How's there a Tetris Battle Royale? Come on, Louis. I mean, yeah, that is mad that that just exists. Like yeah. I, I still don't know I still I still can't believe we're quite living in that timeline where Tetris Battle Royale exists. Like it's brilliant, and I don't understand mm. why it happened. 
I don't know, but it works apparently. I've not played it. Oh, oh yeah, don't get me wrong, I'm not dissing it. I, I love the fact it exists. That reminds me of that game <laughs> covered that Jim Sterling covered on the Steam Greenlight trailer of where you're uh, it's like replaying history or whatever, and it has slave Tetris in it. <laughs> Fuck's sake. And I remember course, because course I remember there was somewhere where it made headlining news because of slave Tetris. Fucking hell. Fucking hell. Yeah, That's bad. You that. pack these slaves into a boat and it's slave Tetris. Oh, it's really not good. Oh. <laughs> no, it, it was bad. I mean, I feel like you can oh. just you can find the worst of humanity on Steam. Steam Greenlight, let's be real. That's, that's all Steam exists for, to be fair. Just to, to be the worst. Remember Steam was nice? That was good, wasn't it? That was fun. <laughs> no, I've never I've never in, been in mm. that world. There was like a well, time where I was like, oh, Steam's good. The before yeah. the days of green light and just allowing any old shit to go up, really. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. They're a bit like that. Like <laughs> it does happen. You get you used to get games like Water Simulator or Grass Simulator. I remember when there was a simulator for every little thing. There was or, like there was like where, a moment where... in time when that just became big business. Yeah, simulator. I... There was a, there was a game, but that was. I, in fact, you know, I'm really happy that they didn't call this game Bread Simulator. Oh, I am. Bread. Yeah, I'm really happy they didn't call it Bread Simulator. Yeah, they could have called it Bread. To simulator, be fair, I think they'd already yeah, done that joke in it, so they couldn't do it again. Really, like uh, as a studio, I... they'd already done the simulator jokes, so they can't really go for a second simulator joke. It feels a bit. Well, didn't they? Didn't they also make Surgeon Simulated? It wasn't yeah, that exactly, the same yeah. studio. Yeah. But I remember, I actually kind of liked I Am Bread. Like, I think that studio. Good game. Man. I think that studio knows how to do like wacky control physics that aren't that frustrating. Hmm. I don't know, I kind of find Surgeon Simulator a bit frustrating, but Iron Bread's really fun. I find Surgeon Simulator frustrating, but in a... I don't want to say in a positive way, but like... Wait, so it's sort of an endearing, in in way, an endearing way. Like, it's like... The, yeah. the, once the joke wears thin, obviously I'm not about that life, but like... In, uh, in uh, burst... For about ten minutes, I'm like, haha, this is fun. Yeah, especially if, if you're playing with other people as well, that helps. I'm sure, yeah. But then again, that ha- that 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 works for anything, and it's one of my pet peeves. It's just the idea of like a multiplayer game is it's good because you're with playing friends. with other people, and it's like yeah, because you're with friends, yeah. so obviously it's going to be better. Like exactly. yeah, but I mean, just before we get off like the speed running thing, like just as a recommendation, if you don't, if you're not into super into speed runs, a just go and look at a game you really love being speed run, and just sort of see if you're into it. Yeah. But b if you just don't even know what you want to look at. There was one from GDQ a couple. I think it was last year or maybe the year before. I can't even remember if it was SDGQ or S or ADGQ or AGDQ. Sorry, not DGQ. Whatever. The point is, it's a <laughs> Star Wars: Phantom Menace one, and that is good. Go and watch that speed run. That speed run is good. I can't remember who did it. Maybe Saint Million. Uh, oh, is that the old PC game? It's on. I think it's the PS One one. PS One. Yeah. I remember having that game. Yeah, it's terrible. Like as a game, it's yeah, it's, it's really not good. Um, but there's some really fun, stupid glitches in that game. Uh, and as a speed run, it's very fun. So I would recommend anyone go watch that. Uh, yeah, mm. I sort of the same. I, I definitely find a game you like, 
and watch it be speedrun if you don't know. Because I never was like, I don't really, I was always like, uh, speedrun, I don't really care. But then I saw like the Sonic Mania like speedrun race, and I was like, oh, this is super cool. Yeah. I don't know whether it was a competitive race, and I was like, oh, this is amazing, mm. or whether it was because of the speedrun. But now I'm kind of like, oh, you know what? I actually really like watching Sonic speedruns. Mm. I really like watching like Mario. I, I watch people play Mario Maker because I like the sort of odd kind of or watching, race watching the guy or watching the guy finish Spiral Two in eight minutes. Mm. Yeah, doing like water glitches yeah, and stuff. It's yeah. it's like I don't know. You, I, I, it's great. You it's like Spiral Two. You do you do the first level you're stuck in. Um, then you do then you glitch your way into the first boss. Then you glitch your way into the second boss, and then you, you glitch your way into the last boss. Yeah, game done. I've seen Zelda. I've seen Ocarina of Time a lot. They always do that game, but I, the one I really liked watching was a uh, Half Minute Hero, mm. uh, which is a game I really like. It's the sort of um, JRPG that you finish in half a half a minute. Yeah. Uh, on every every level is half a minute long, um, or thirty seconds, and and the speed run of that is uh, it's it's just really fun. Because it's really just optimized down to the last level, where they're like really against the time. Yeah, I'm not just like races. I'm not just like racing. <laughs> oh, there's a like spiral speedrun like is a race from SGDQ 2016. There is a Spyro three year of the dragon race. Mm. Ooh. Do they skateboard? <clears throat> no. It's weird because, like, the original speedrunning stuff I watched was because of Spyro the Dragon. There was a community of people. This was way back in the day. This was being 2009, maybe 2008, something like that. Um, there was a community mm. of Spyro Let's Players on YouTube, um, which a strange amount of them were from Australia, and I don't understand why. But um, people like what were their names? Ratchet Five was one of them. Uh, I'm trying to remember the rest of their names. I can't, but basically they, there was a tournament they used to have called I'm a Speedrunner, Get Me Out of Here, and they would speedrun. It was mostly Spyro, but they did Crash and stuff as well, and that was the first time I ever watched speedrunning stuff. It was years and years before, and I always loved watching it. It was just racing against each other to do get this many eggs in Spyro 3 or this get beat the final boss or whatever. Um, and then, yeah, when, when, the GDQ, when the GDQ started, that's when I got super into it, but it's just weird to think... Like there's, there's something there's something just about watching a race of a game you like because you sort of understand mm. the 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 context and the the risk reward stuff that's going on. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Although there is one speedrun I suggest everyone should watch that uh, you probably don't know what's going on in, and it's a GDQ one, and it's uh, for a game called Urban Yeti. Yes. <laughs> and what it's is the worst game is, I've ever seen? What is Urban Yeti? It's not good. It's like a Game Boy game where you're a Yeti who's in the city and you've got to, <laughs> I don't know, go on a date or something with another Yeti. All right. It's fucking it's weird. weird. It's really good, though. But in, it's like one of those it's things where you look good. at... The it's soundtrack like, it's like is a game. monstrous. Yeah, it's like, a, it's like The Room, but as a game in a way. You're just looking at oh. it you're like, how does this exist? What is this even? Is, is it not just like a meme game? No. Or is it a legit thing? It's legit. Oh, it's, it's, no, it's a legit game. It exists. It really exists. Yeah, because I remember, Boy. I remember I played this meme game. Well, I mean, I've played a few of these meme games, like Hat Off or Boyfriend. Oh, yeah, Hat Off or Boyfriend's good though. No, no, not like that. The monster, the, the the soundtrack is monstrous in Urban Yeti as well. Like seriously, like there's this this 
the sewer section mm. where the soundtrack is. <laughs> and then suddenly it just speeds up and goes. <laughs> it's, like, it's literally the worst soundtrack I've ever heard. We played it for uh, to our friend uh, Paddy. And he got like anxiety from the actual <laughs> soundtrack that was going. He was like, "Oh no!" Very <laughs> was he worst. very visibly upset? He was visibly upset. We were all visibly upset by the game, but uh, <laughs> yeah, it's a it's a fucking it's thing. terrible, but it's, it's so funny thing. in the best way. It's like <laughs> oh, it's just man. everything about it is just you can't believe it exists, and it's not. It just to be clear, it is definitely not. It is a real game. It came out it on the real GBA Game Boy game. 2002. I'm looking at the Wikipedia page now. The cover for the game is almost <laughs> as good as the game itself. It's oh, go watch it if you haven't because it's great. Do you know what? You're gonna post that in the chat as well. Oh, I will. So Spe- I'll do it now. <coughs> Speaking of other games that are like that, Hatoful Boyfriend, like I just mentioned a second ago. I love Hatoful Boyfriend. Did you ever play a game called Jurassic Heart? Oh, you've told me about Jurassic Heart. Oh, it's really it cool. Jurassic Heart is a game where you play as this uh, adolescent Japanese high school girl who's trying to go on a date with her very anxious boyfriend who is also a Tyrannosaurus Rex. Mm. <laughs> Charlie does not sound impressed. No, 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 no. So far... Uh, carry on. <laughs> that's, that's, that's the plot. That's the that, game. That is, that is pretty much the game, and it's just um really funny when she's like deciding what jewelry to wear and stuff, and it's just like the earrings with bones in it and <laughs> stuff like that. Did you? Uh, did you, friend Charlie? No, I've got it downloaded. I just haven't got around to playing it. Oh, it's so dude. Good. You play need to play it, that. Game. Play it. I know what it is. I'm aware. I'm aware of Hatoful Boyfriend. Yeah, but you don't know the twist, though. As far as meme games go, that one I feel like is the most the fleshed. Twist. He's the most fleshed you don't out. Know the twist. On a scale, I mean, did I review play Frog Fractions, the original? No. Okay. Play what? Frog Fractions. Frog Fractions. No. Are you aware of what Frog Fractions is? I'm aware of what. Frog, Not even frog remotely, fractions. Louis. At some point in your life, just type in Frog Fractions on Google. <laughs> And just play Frog Fractions. And I promise you... Why, is it just like a free browser game? Yeah. Again, not now, but trust me, you're, you're going to want to do it. But what's Frog Fractions 2? I mean, what oh. is it? That's a good question. <laughs> I do... I, frog I, what game? When I, fig- when I figured out Frog <laughs> Fractions, it was a... It was a, What a moment. What a moment. Oh, God. On a, no, it, this is a, it's a visual novel. It's Hatto for Boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, where you date pigeons. Uh, <laughs> or well, birds, I guess. But um, They are all pigeons. They are all kind of pigeons, though. They all are all kind of pigeons. But um, no, the, it's it's incredible. Like, there are twists in that game that are absolutely just, like, mind-blowingly good. Where you're, like, playing the game and you're like, oh, my God, why am I dating pigeons? And then suddenly something happens. You're like, oh, my God. Okay. I'm now invested in the game. There are also two. There are also two games essentially as well. 
I think it was... Like you play through the game, and then there is another game after that in the game. Okay. Yeah, I'm tempted. I might, I might play it and come back next week with thoughts. Go for it. I know, it. I know really there's a, a John Cena dating sim. Okay, now let's discuss this. I didn't know this existed. <laughs> There is a, I forgot what it's called. Oh, I can't believe this. I, there's three. I think there's three. Oh, why? Oh, what do you mean? Oh my god! I know that. I know that there is a John Cena. It's like a high school, high school like dating virtual novel, but you date John Cena. I, I mean, guess. it's called John know. Cena's Sexy High School Adventure with three yes! exclamation marks. Yeah, John Cena's sexy, Cena's sexy high school adventure. Oh my god! The, I believe there are three of them. The cover, oh the, the cover has <laughs> clip art. I'm very happy. <laughs> on the yeah. on the itchio yeah. on the itchio page, right? There's one. There's one uh, comment, and it's just I heard there was also a sequel? Question mark and no and no replies. Nothing. <laughs> that's it. Well, two sequels. There we go. That's the. This is the the, the comment now that's answering that question. Yeah. There are two sequels. Adam, post it in reply. Just post them a link to this, and then just don't, don't say don't say when in the show. Just post a link to see what happens. There is there is an answer to your question. Oh my god! There within was this there was a John somewhere. Cena jam. Oh, John Cena jam. Oh, is it jam that you like put on toast? No, like a game jam, oh. like where you make a game. <laughs> Why did I think? Why did I think the first one? Because the first one would be delicious and cannibals. <laughs> why did I think the first one? Be very into that. What a jam made of John. Oh Cena. my god, the John Cena's jam's called Jam Cena. Of course it is. Why did I not think of this? There is a game <laughs> jam. The most obvious name. It's just it's just Jam Cena. It's literally just Jam Cena. Does, does it, lot, does it have a lot Cena. of the same sound bites? Like, and his do, name do, was do, John do, Cena. Do, do, do. Du, du, du. Oh, I, su- I suspect yeah. so. Yeah, of course. Du, 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 du. That's like the only thing. That's the like. Oh, he's there are a few he's the blandest. Movies, he's like it. the blandest wrestler on the planet. Why? Why is everyone so fixated with him? Because he's John Cena. He's not. He's a really nice guy. He's John Cena, bro. Also, what do you mean he's bland? You can't see him. He's going to be in Suicide Squad too. So. Is yeah, it? yeah I don't know. I don't know what character he's playing, but I'm very excited about it. No, no, no. Suicide Squad Two's got a really good like cast. Suicide, Suicide Squad Two has a, a a very a very sort of vague chance of actually being good right now. I like. I didn't yeah. think I was going to say it, but we're in a situation where it's just... I think it will be good. Other when just... like wrestlers star in a film, it can just like make or break their careers. Yeah, you've had mm. you have great ones, and then you have horrendous ones. Who is a wrestler that was in Guardians of the Galaxy? Batista. Batista, Batista, that's the one, Batista. Because like, didn't he get like mocked for that role? I don't know. Probably. I mean, the thing is, it's like, why would he, he though? Like, he just like launched his career. He's almost like a huge deal now because of it. Yeah, he's like an actual actor and stuff. Yeah, now. he was in. He's been in films. Mm. I love Batista. Batista's another guy I just love. Yeah, he's really cool as well. He's he's just a nice guy. John Cena has been in a lot of films. I mean, yeah, it's it's one of those things where, like, because, yeah. because the, way, the Rock, he's been in a lot of films. Well, yeah, but The Rock is The Rock, isn't it? The Rock's the most. Isn't wasn't The Rock like the highest grossing actor of like the last few yes. years or something stupid like that? Yeah, I think he was. Yeah, maybe even in the decade. He just that man's money. He's just a wrestler. 
Well, that's because he sort of yeah. is a meme. Like, you look at The Rock, and The Rock is just sort of... He's just in loads of stuff now. He was, like, in Jumanji and shit, mm. you know? It's like... Mm. There, there was a film that he was in where he was, like, a CIA agent who used to be this fat, dorky high school kid. Mm. That sounds about right. Yeah. But, I, yeah, yeah I, saw, I saw... I um, saw Birds of Prey two days ago. Was it two days? No, it was last oh, night. Yeah. Last night. And now I'm looking at Suicide Squad and I'm thinking that might, the Suicide Squad sequel might be good, you know? Because Birds no, of Prey is really good. It's uh, directed it. by James Gunn as well. Mm-hmm. Suicide Squad was so awful. Like, it was so bad. Well, it wasn't good. It was. It wasn't good. But Suicide Squad 2 has got a new director, a new cast. It's basically not anything like the original film. Did you say James Gunn was doing it or something? Yeah. Yeah, James because Gunn's doing the new one. This is what I think, like, because James Gunn has done some fantastic films, but he's also done some utter shit. <laughs> what, what would you say is shit? <sighs> I don't... <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. He did do Guardians <laughs> of the Galaxy. I mean, he, he, talking about video games, he did, um, what do you call it? Uh, uh, Lollipop Chainsaw. <laughs> Your God. Yeah. James Gunn. Was involved in that game. Yeah, he was. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I lose. I lost my mind when I was watching. Um, I watched the the live action Scooby Doo's like a couple of months ago, and he mm. did those. And yeah, I did, didn't yeah. even know until the credits rolled, and I saw the word James Gunn. I was like, "Hang on, what?" <laughs> oh, it's a bit not quite what he normally does, yeah. but yeah. Suicide Squad was one of one of my worst cinematic experiences, along with. Did you did you come see Batman vs Superman with us? Fuck no, me. I saw Batman vs Superman with my dad, and I was oh, I, I left that film. I looked at my dad and went, "That was a fucking blood. That what what a lot of shit that was." <laughs> God, that was probably the that's probably the worst film I've ever seen. Batman vs Superman. Possibly, I don't know. I think the new Star Wars film is 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 in similar territory. And it was written. It was written. It was written by the same person that wrote Batman vs Superman. I don't think the new Star Wars yeah, film is, is is that objectively bad. But I don't think it's it's not good by any. Don't get me wrong. I'm not calling it good because it very much wasn't. But it's not. It's not a complete and utter catastrophe. You know, like there's still some bits in it where I'm like, okay, there's something there. Whereas there's a bit <laughs> like Batsoup is literally it's like the worst film. I feel like all Batman vs Superman was was just randomly poorly placed artistic set pieces. That's just all <laughs> that film was. Yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we're gonna have to fight over here now. Okay, that's good. Oh, we're, okay. we're gonna build we're gonna up have... this we're gonna build up this whole plot of how Batman really hates mm. how how what Superman is and what Superman has become. But it's okay. They're all friends again, as because their mums have the same name. <laughs> We're gonna have this one scene where uh, Jesse Eisenberg pisses in a bottle and calls it tea, <laughs> gives it to someone. <laughs> That's a good scene. It was that. I forgot. I just the whole. I mean, the whole DCEU in a lot of ways has been completely and utterly just. There's just... a scene where Amy Adams drowns, but she doesn't drown because of reasons. Is Amy Adams the one who was in Now You Can See Me or Now You See Me? Was that someone else? I'm not sure. I can't remember her name. I don't know. She's in Enchanted and stuff. I don't know. Enchanted? 
she was Nathan Drake. She she might she was she was Sully. She was, she Sully. <laughs> she was yeah. Sully in in Monsters Inc. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, Birds of Prey is really good, and it's given me minor hope that like Suicide Squad two will actually be good. I have heard uh, Birds of Prey is good. Did you see Shazam? Shazam was pretty good. As I, well. I know I didn't. Yeah, Shazam's like a, a genuinely pretty fun film, man. I, 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 we went and watched it. As in, I don't, I don't know if Louis came with us. No, but um, I did not. My, my I did not come. To, I did not come with you Shazam. to see that one. I've not been with. I've not That's been with you guys to see a film in a while. No, we haven't done much in a while. To be fair, <clears throat> we've we've just not seen many films for uh, recently. We used to watch all the Marvel ones, and we came. We watched. Like, I think Endgame will have been the last. No, Spider Man: uh, Far From Home was the last one that we watched as a as a group. Um, I think I've not, I've not seen Spider-Man: Far From Home. Oh, fair enough. No, the last uh, one yeah, I think watched. the last one I think was I've seen with you is probably Infinity War. Mm, did you not see Endgame with us? No, I did not see Endgame with you. Oh shit! Fair oh, enough, I, I don't know. Um, trying to think about it now. I don't think. No shit! I think I might have done. I might have watched that. I might have been to the cinema to see that twice. <laughs> yeah, I think some people. Were. You went from you went Another from not seeing it to seeing it twice. Yeah. No, no, I've seen the. No, I've definitely seen the film. I've definitely seen the film. But I'm just right. trying to w- decide whether I had actually been with these guys to see the film, or if I just went and saw it with my my, my dad or whatever. Now I remember I went to go see it twice. Ooh. Yeah, I remember we went to see uh, Endgame and stuff like that, and Infinity War. We went to see Spider Man because. Um, <laughs> I don't know when it came out. I think uh, it was Paddy's like we we Paddy's fiance. Any of the Spider Man films, so we had a big Spider Man marathon. We watched three Spider Man films in one day. Mm. <laughs> yeah, Paddy. I mean, we watched the original. We watched Homecoming on DVD. Then we went out and watched out uh, watched Far From Home, and then we came back and watched um, Into the Spider Verse, which is fucking insane. Into I really need to see that. I really need to see that. Such a good, such a good film, man. I saw, I saw um, whatever the <coughs> Spider-Man. What was the Spider-Man called? Homecoming. Homecoming. I saw Homecoming. Uh, Homecoming. Homecoming home yeah, was home. really fun. Um, I really enjoyed it, but I wasn't, I wasn't in love with it or anything. But I did really enjoy it. Um, but I didn't, I didn't. I, I liked it, but it, yeah. Yeah, I mean, okay. the best Marvel film is Ragnarok. So let's not even have that conversation. So. I also agree. It's, it just is Thor Ragnarok. There, like it, nothing else compares yeah. to Thor Ragnarok. Oh, Thor with short hair. Oh, it's just, oh. It's, just it's just great. Oh, Oi, what's wrong with Thor with short hair, man? It looks good. It looks good on him. I think it looks better on him. That whole film's just that. That good. film just. And then and then we do a one eighty again in Endgame. We have fat. We have fat Thor. With long hair, the thing I like the thing I like about Ragnarok is it does it, Birds of Prey actually does something quite similar. In it's mm. sort of very obviously right at the beginning, essentially says that the last film doesn't matter anymore. Like the beginning yeah. of Ragnarok, where they have the play thing, is very clearly them going just forget about those other four <laughs> films that we made. Just, just don't worry about. Just about they're not. They're not silly, anymore. wasn't it? And like Birds of Prey does something similar, not as not as uh, obvious and in your face as Ragnarok, but it does something quite similar. Where it's mm. like just it, uh, Suicide Squad. Don't worry about it. It, it, it doesn't matter. Uh, don't worry about the we, Joker. He doesn't. It's past. It's we're past that now. Um, 
and it's all the better for it. And it has that sort of like Thor Ragnarok is just infinitely fun. Nothing, nothing ever happened. Like Thor Ragnarok just keeps finding ways to be brilliant. Um, and I'm not going to put, I don't think Birds of Prey is as good as Thor Ragnarok, but it does do a lot of stuff where you're just like, that's great. That's great. That's fun. That's fun. Um, and it's almost like taking yourself really seriously is a bad idea. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. Who knows? <laughs> some films are fine that take themselves seriously it's not all films that take themselves seriously are bad I don't know I'm, <laughs> I'm, 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 I'm coming close to it no I agree I agree obviously you can have some serious films <laughs> for example Con Air but um, <laughs> Con Air Con Air is a great Con Air is an excellent film and no one can convince me otherwise Con Air yeah 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 have you ever watched it no oh what Louis what are you doing <laughs> What do you mean what I'm doing? What's Con Air? Let me show you on Con Do you know what Con Air is? It's Nicolas Cage, man. It's Nicolas Cage. Do you know anything about Con Air? No. Okay, let me let me let me just read you out the cast list, right, of Con Air. Nicolas Cage, John Malkovich, John Cusack, Steve Buscemi, Ving Rames, mm. flipping Danny Trejo. Like this what are you talking about? You haven't seen Con Air. Go just watch Con Air. They're, All right, I'll, okay, just don't, just don't attack me. In the street. Trans- I'll, I'll... No, listen, if you don't watch it, you're not getting attacked. But look, they transport all of the most dangerous criminals from one prison to another in a giant plane. That's the story of Con Air. As you can imagine, it doesn't go well. It's great. It's so good. I love Con Air. I unironically adore Con Air with a passion. <laughs> And I will talk about it for the next yeah. half an hour. Welcome to my Con Air uh, <laughs> TED I talk. mean, I would like to get and to can... bed at some point. No, 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 no. no and no, you no, can no. catch that on the next podcast with Charlie. I'm doing a spin-off. Yeah, I think it is, it is about time for us to finish the show. Okay, I just want to... <laughs> we have been going on an extra I long just, I just want to be clear that I'm going to launch a side one. I'm going to... I'm launching the Patreon now for my Con Air cast. Thank you very much. Some, sometimes Con Air. If you, uh, if you want to uh, donate to it, I will... Uh, $1 will get you into my Discord. <laughs> uh, $5 will get Ooh. you a bonus episode of Con Air cast where I discuss the intricacies of uh, Nicolas Cage's hair in Con Air. Uh, and then ten dollars, I will come to your house and watch Con Air with you. Thank you, anyone. Speaking your <laughs> co-casters, can we get in this Discord for for free? Uh, if you watch Con Air, <laughs> if you watch Con Air, if, yeah. you, if you wish to discuss Con Air, then you can come into the the Discord for free. <laughs> until until such time as you have seen Con Air, no. And on that note, uh, we're going to say thank you very much for listening to Sometimes Video Games. Uh, we've done a lot of talking today, so I feel like it's been an extra long one just to get us to catch up. We've not spoken for a while, like as a three. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it's been it's been nice. Um, yeah, it's been good. Yeah. So uh, thank you very much for listening, and hopefully you'll you'll you've enjoyed this bumper two-hour podcast. Um, and we'll uh, come back next week, which will probably be a bit shorter. Um, maybe I can't promise anything, but you know, uh, yeah, so thank you very much, and uh, bye. Watch Connor, <laughs> yes, I'll, I'll watch Connor. Good, goodbye, I guess. Goodbye, I guess.